to another episode of The Flank. I'm joined by Ben J. Nassim. We got Patrick Price, a.k.a. Aches. And then we got a special guest in the building, Boston Breach's very own. Looking like a million dollars from top to bottom. It's Anthony's back baby how we feeling flank tony. what's going on tony Pat. you are year one flank guest of the year and here you are again making another appearance to the show how does it feel to be back how does it feel tony oh man i'll never forget those days right we had some cold war league play hopped on the flank always after it was me you and ben man since then you've expanded your roster you got aches which was a questionable pick and then you have duarte haggy obviously a staple of the scene so things look a little different but still man it's uh it's good to be back yeah it's good to have you on tony thank you for joining us today uh parasite ran into some problems he's in the middle of a move right now and doesn't have his uh his pcs so parasite will not be joining us tonight uh ben how are you doing bro and i see slay is already uh pat's already throwing up some memes Listen, I am not Slayer tonight. I am Rambo Ray. What do you mean you're Rambo, Rambo Ray? Ray? What do you mean by that? What do you mean by that, Pat? I am Rambo Ray. I take second series off to go bowling every single day. Just know that. I'm Rambo Bro, Ray. I don't think it. Listen, let, let's talk. We might as well just get into it now <laughs> while we start the show. I mean, we were going to get into that. I wasn't sure when, but we'll just start now. Uh, clearly, uh, a lot was said on, uh, on stream. Ben, I know, uh, you talked to Bruce a little bit, Dashy a little bit. Uh, I'll kind of let you take the lead just because I feel like you're on point with this. You talked to him today. So give us a little update on kind of what's going on, what Dashy's been talking about, what he's been saying, and kind of all the roster mania fugues we've been dealing with, uh, today since this early, uh, morning. Yeah. So, uh, so, uh, before that, there was an optic podcast episode that came out yesterday. We're recording this on Friday. And they kind of talked about the roster change, and then Bruce was streaming last night, uh, was playing eights, turn the stream off, and then I guess decided to turn it back on and uh, kind of speak a little bit on the situation. I woke up, turned my stream on, and then I was kind of watching all that stuff and doing react, and then Bruce kind of pulled through. So him and I talked for like an hour and a half, and I think like a number of things, and then I'm kind of curious, you guys, because you're pro players, can maybe speak on this. Like the way that Bruce is describing it, like they had a lot of issues last year, especially after Ender. Uh, kind of has hand injury in major two, and they never really got to the same sort of team chemistry environment. And then obviously he got dropped and got picked back up. Um, and then this year, like it was just never like he felt like it was just a chalk team vibe. Like he said that he was the only one like talking after maps. It sounds like he has a lot of issues array um, on a number of different levels. And and um, he said a bunch of stuff about Ray, like your joke about bowling. Uh, he talked about how Ray didn't record like full. POV VODs. There's just a lot of stuff. And I think he was definitely unhappy with the coaching. That's his perspective. So yeah, I mean, my takeaway is that their team environment does not sound very good at the time. And I'm very curious, you know, what they've done, you know, since then bringing on Kyle to kind of fix some of that. I mean, at so, least my opinion before we go to Pat, I just want to say I, I feel like the the change is good for both both sides. Seemed like the change was needed. I feel like uh Dashy, he'll probably go off and play somewhere else. And, you know, obviously the Optic guys. I don't know. It just seemed like there's a little bit of a disconnect there. Uh, and this might end up helping both of them. But, Pat, go ahead. What were you going to say? Uh, well, actually, Tom, I was looking on Twitter because I actually saw a clip. Um, I saw a clip this morning on Twitter. I had woke up. I was, you know, I was about to, I was about to start working for the day. I was just browsing Twitter. Twitter's got that new like for you in the following section. I don't know why they did that. I hate it, bro. It's so um, but I saw a clip. Um, and, and I couldn't agree more. 
was something that was said. It was on a, a recent Optic podcast. Uh, it was the Optic Halo team, in fact. Um, I believe Hitch was interviewing. I was looking. I can't find the actual clip. If someone can find it in the chat and link it, that'd be great. But um, there was a clip, uh, a formal, just addressing his feelings on uh, coaching in Call of Duty. Um, and I actually couldn't agree more. Um, I, I think he was spot on. And I, I think that's kind of the the reference that I want to make here. Um, it, I'd be, it'd be great if we could play it. Um, but I, but I, I know think, what you talk about. I'll find it. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think that's kind of my take on this entire situation. Um, and and I think, I mean, obviously it's it's eight. Bruce is obviously disgusting. I don't think it's ever been a talent thing. I think it was just at that point where teammates just don't don't clash anymore. Um, I think Bruce said in his stream like it would. They were just. It didn't really feel like a team after a certain point. Um, when you get dropped twice, it kind of happens like that. But, um, but yeah, I think I think Formal's take on coaching is kind of just the uh, where my head's at as well. Yeah, and just to expand on that a little bit, what he he was basically saying, and Ben, I want to get your point, but I think Formal has, did say something along the lines of he thinks that COD coaches are useless. Like that's basically what he was saying. Um, and he feels like a lot of the stuff they do is just kind of just like the little stuff that pros just don't want to do. What do you think about that? I think there's definitely stuff the pros would never do, like scouting opponent teams and keeping track of scrim records. But think about what you said, Ben. Hold on. Before I interrupt you, what Tom just said was what pros don't want to do. It's not about what pros can't do. It's about what pros don't want to do. We actually had the clip right here, so why don't we tune in and listen? That's the clarification that we are. Let's tune in, listen, and then we'll give our thoughts. If there's is there sound on this clip? Oh wait, I gotta bump it up. I think COD coaches are literally useless. Okay. I think what's the difference between COD coaching and halo coach i mean i'll die on this hill that i think cod coaches are literally useless okay i think cod coaches just do stuff that the players don't want to do like scheduling scrims and talking oh, okay. to their team and saying like which lobby to join and like i don't know in my experience with coaches it's like they tell you the other teams break offs whatever i mean we could do that you could go look yourself and just go watch the youtube video like they're not doing anything i think it's like you know too hard and i just feel like I don't know, especially with like how much weight players put into coaches these days, it seems like they're actually affecting how they're playing. And I just like, I just think it's useless to be honest. But in Halo, I think like a coach is obviously on stage with you. So that's like really important. Like yeah. you, there's another voice in the comms rather than just like a voice after the game's over. Like Jason's, I mean, I think the best coach in the league for sure. Like he was also like a, a winner, you know, like he was winning a lot. So like he knows the little things to say in the middle of a tournament, in the middle of a game that just helps you like edge the other team out at the end. And that's like really, really important. What, what do you guys think? What do you think, man? You think he's spitting? I know it's a little bit different, right? Halo, you the coaches are on stage, right? So they can they can add a lot of input to the comms in the middle of a match. I definitely think as a coach, I feel like for me, their job is to be pointing out the stuff that players can't see while they're playing the game. You know what I'm saying? Like lock in, like if there's anything that players miss while they're playing, that's the coach's job to pick up on anything that they might have missed, you know? Um, but other than that, I mean, I'm, I don't think coaches are useless, but I wouldn't say they're as good as uh, coaches are in Halo just because Halo coaches are actually on stage. But Zinni, what do you think? I saw you shaking your head a little bit. What do you think about this? Um, I think I, I used to share his opinion more. I think obviously players can do like, I guess, a coach's job, job to a certain extent, but it's also like it adds like a different level of like time to it. Like, for example, let's say we scrim eight hours today. And then you have like you would have to have like a separate, I guess, in-house team VOD session to actually like watch the mini map 
and have like an outside view. Whereas like, for example, if we lose a map or if I make a mistake, my coach is showing me the mini map right after that map and tackling it right there, which shaves like a ton of time. Whereas we'd have to have literally like a whole day to watch eight hours of VOD to go through every single play and map. Um, when it comes to like scheduling scrims and, and all that, I mean, sure, a player can do that, but I mean, the, the whole reason coaches ha are a lot more prominent now is trying to make this franchising thing and like the team environment uh, a lot more official. And then also, um, I also think the coaches, in my opinion, the coaches' main job should be like the out of game, the, this is a Ben word, harmony for the team. More so just making sure like people are respecting each other the right way and, and uh, talking the right way and things are constructive rather than like, Rather than players just like getting stressed and, and taking things like it's important that the, the coaches keep the players as a team, if that makes sense. I'm not sure. Uh, I, I think well, I'm, I'm trying to keep convey the unit it, together. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to convey it the right way, like making sure they, ha they have a talk with a player who's been raging too much or is obviously frustrated with a certain player, like just making sure the team is a team. And also, uh, I mean, I, I think that's the. The biggest point and also they also have a different perspective where players just don't have time to sit here and and look up other teams you can look at a team's break off but i think that's like bare minimum whereas coaches are finding tendencies for other teams and like they like to do this consistently rather than this was their break off in two matches all, it's like, all I they feel like, like to break this hill this uh this way all i feel like is is that's just what i used to do when i played as well like i think it's just an effort thing like a player who wants to win and puts in the effort, does everything that you just described. Every single thing. Like, I, I know for a fact I did it when I played. When I when I cared the absolute most, I know for a fact that I did all that. Without a doubt. As no, I, as I we was used also to a player. Do it. I mean, I remember vividly, like, when I was on Rise, like, us sitting in the room, like, Looney was sort of, like, spearheading the whole thing. Like, players can do it, but back then, it, it, it wasn't, like, a, a daily thing. Back I think then, it's it just was, a... like, back then, it was, like, at events. Like, like at events, you'd sit in the hotel room. If you're playing daily. a certain team, you'd go over it. Uh, maybe you did, but a lot of us did not. Um, it just sounds like a redundancy thing, right? Like, it, it all, all from what you're describing, coaches are just protecting the, the, the chance that players are lazy. Or, or even, to an extent, allowing players to be lazy. Which, I, I mean, I think, if, if that's, if that's what, like, an organization wants then that's that's totally fine that i mean if you want like a backup that says hey if my players are lazy i have a coach who can 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 do what they don't want to do um but but yeah i mean also i mean i i appreciate your opinion a lot but it, but it's also sound like you know spoken from someone that that has a coach while dashy is a free agent on the market so I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm not going to sit here a... and say coaches. Like, obviously, I guess I wouldn't say I'm biased. I, I, I truthfully used to share Matt's opinion more when he said, like, COD coaches are useless. Obviously, the biggest argument against coaches is, like, as soon as you load into the game, there's nothing they can do. Like, they're not hands-on, whereas Halo or CS, like, you have coaches who can talk during timeouts, like, between rounds, or some coaches can talk in-game. Uh, that's just not the case for us. So it's like the coaches can only help you prepare to the best of their ability, and then it's on you to perform in-game in and, and to know what to do without being told in the moment. So, You know what my favorite kind of coach is? Sure. Mr. X. Mr. Right. Uh, the only thing he would do is scream. He would just repeat everything you said, Pat. That's why it was great. Listen, he was really <laughs> a if I could, if I could uh, play and calm at the exact same team, at the exact same time I could roast the other team, oh, it'd be great. 
but I couldn't do that. Like it was really no, hard well, to do that. Well, well, so if I'm able to like, happen if I'm days, able to funnel, comms, have a, comms right, these right. days have transformed like tenfold compared to what they were back then. But I mean, I was always coming to the top of the level. But if if I could like make sure that that the players were hearing what I was saying about them while also still being able to calm my team the entire time, that'd be great. I couldn't. And Mr. X was able to do that. He was able to echo exactly what I wanted the other team to know. And I mean, yeah, I remember vividly. That was I was phenomenal. I was it's very sick. true, Pat. It's very I true. I remember I was sick as fuck, and I was playing you guys in, uh, I think it was Atlanta. And I swear to God, for 10 minutes straight, Zinni, you're nervous. Mr. X, for 10 minutes straight on a loop. Zinni, oh my God, you're fucking <laughs> nervous. 10 minutes straight is the only thing you said. He didn't, he didn't only... contribute to the game. He didn't tell you to rotate. There is nothing that guy said besides Zinni, you're like nervous. Hilton. It's like what like, Hilton used to do. I was like 14 years old. I was we actually sick had as fuck. a strat. So we never, we never uh, targeted one specific player. We would always try to target the guy who's on the bottom of the leaderboard yep, at the that moment. Was me at the time. Yeah. No, no way. So, no so way. if you got the least kills in an SND, right. you're, you're the one that's being targeted the entire time until someone else takes your spot on the bottom of the leaderboard. Same that's thing in crazy. respawn. That's you, crazy. You, you want to the, the person who's performing the worst. You just want to keep pounding on that fact until they just they, they just gave up. That's they a W strat. Up. That's a good strat, Pat. Oh, I like absolutely. that. You know absolutely. what I'm saying? You help you get them to break. But listen, let's get into some of the matches today. We had three matches today. Actually went by pretty quick. Um, but we're gonna switch on over and talk about them. The first series of the day, we kick things off with London Royal Ravens going up against Toronto Ultra. We got a Mercado Hardpoint. Embassy SD, Hotel Control, Embassy Hardpoint, and Mercado SD. We ended up not going to a fourth to fifth map. This one was a 3 0. Uh, this one was a pretty quick one. Uh, ben, uh, Pat, or, or even Zinni, anything in the vetoes that, uh, that caught you guys off or that you saw that you liked, didn't like? What do you think? I mean, London, we don't know what the good maps and bad maps are. They're, they're a newish team in the sense we don't of know, what it matters. We don't so. know anybody's good and bad maps because the game. Uh, the game that was played in stage one is not the game we're playing in stage two. So kind of like a fresh restart, uh, I, different I mean, meta, different spawns. Uh, some, some teams, maybe there's certain maps, but we'll get to that later in this day. I mean, look, it, guys just suck. Just call it, call it how it is. You think London, London sucks? Um, you think London yeah. sucks? Yeah. And I, I also got something I want to, I want to bring up that really kind of uh, emphasizes my point okay. is Asim. I, I mean, this is to me, this is just how I feel. I don't know about you guys. Asim, what? I got it up on the screen. If you if you weren't checking the screen, you heard it. Sorry, I wasn't looking up there. Version of this uh, this show, it says no help. And look, I agree with you, Pat. I think first off, Asim <laughs> did some crazy stuff this series. We'll get to the S and D, and he had, he had some some crazy one eighty. But you know, this London team, and I think we've been saying it on stream. It's like this. I don't think is going to be remotely close to the roster they finished the season with. I don't know if they're going to qualify for champs. Is obviously a try to get Manny back in the mix, and I don't think Manny played. Too bad, but this first map, like they trolled two back-to-back -back P2s. You do that on this map, it's shocks. Like, uh, they they are not quite there yet as a squad, and even then, talent wise, I don't know where they're going to net out in a very competitive league. Um, so we'll see. If I'll tell you, twelve. This team works, Nine through twelve, Ben. I mean, ben, you know what I miss about you, Ben? I miss what? about you know what I, I really miss this, Ben. I want you to be direct. I don't want you uh, leaving what, things. Bro. I don't want you to leave things to question, Ben. If you feel something, if you feel a certain way, I want you to when say am I being, it. When am I being fucking indecisive, pal? You said, what you said, you, you said, about? I don't know where this is going to leave them. You know exactly where this is going to leave them, Ben. Nine through 12 at the well, end of the year. What, listen, all I'll say is, is I always thought this is a bonus series because Toronto is definitely a better team than they are. I think they have an opportunity tomorrow. and We'll get to their opponent later on today uh, in this show. But uh, not a great first map from London. I think they played better on the last two maps. 
But uh, overall, I think it's just a big talent gap, big kind of uh, uh, learning gap with these two teams. I'm not yet convinced this is the best score for London, and I agree with you. A-team's having a great season, but it's being wasted, I think, with a little bit of where the rest of this team is at. Well, let's go on board with the listening from London and see how they sound. But just to give my two thoughts, uh, London couldn't get a kill on this map. They were just getting outclassed, outslayed, and it just seemed like Toronto kept breaking every hill. And I know, Ben, you were talking about that a little bit, but let's control the listening. P2s on this map, bro. You can't control the P2s. Let's tune in. I was, I'm wearing a listening. What's up, Ben? What did you say? Nah, nah, you should, you should. We don't need to listen to the rest of this, bro. I'm telling you, you can stop it off. All right, we stop it off. Uh, I like how Tank is rallying the troops together. I mean, uh, he's the new guy on the, on the street. You know what I'm saying? He's doing his thing. And the only, uh, the only problem, Tom, is that he was telling them not to stop talking, but all they were saying was, ah, one shot. No, died, and, and, not died. true. And, 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 and they were quiet, too. They were, there was just moments of quietness in there. They were, it just seemed like they weren't really talking about what they were doing. You know, they weren't really, no small talk, Pat. No small talk in a way. At all. Um, go ahead, Ben. What's, what's wrong, Ben? What are you saying? No, guys, I mean, guys. I mean, I, I mean, I, I think the one thing that, um, the, you know, I'll, I'll get right to it, to Pat's point. Like, the player I think on this team at this point with this many change of needs to step up now is Trey. And I didn't hear a lot of Trey in those comps. Mm -hmm. I think everybody's got to step in the comps from what I heard. I didn't hear Trey that much. I didn't hear Nasty that much. I heard Asim a little bit. Just, I don't know. I just feel like they need more, not so much about the comps. It's more about, the, like, the small talk. They need <clears> to talk <throat> with each other and, like, work together. Tony, you're a player. You're playing. How important is small talk at this level, especially now? Yeah, no, I mean it's it's everything. I I think the uh, I think the biggest alarm for me with that listening is like this is a brand new team and they should technically be in like their honeymoon period. Mm -hmm. So it's like there there shouldn't be any instance where it's like why are we not talking, right? Like these guys should be like on top of the world and their new guy. I mean we all know Maddie, he was the one like spearheading and like leading the way, and obviously like a lot of the time one guy can be the most vocal, but it's like. It just sounded like there was too much frustration for the first map of their first series together, if that mm. makes sense. Yeah, no, definitely uh, not the best showing of the first map. Uh, here, rotating over to this last L wall hill. This is kind of where Ultra was able to finish it out. Take a look at the scoreboard. Uh, Scrappy, 28 and 24, 25 and 18 from uh, from Standy. Uh, everybody positive except for Kleenex, who I heard has been a nuisance in scrims. I heard Kleenex has been moving, bro. A lot of people have been talking very highly that. about him. I called that. That's yeah, my world champs right there. Nah, that's was, your guy right there, bro. Up. That's your he was guy. Bound to turn up. Also, then, it was 173 to 72 after P6. I don't know why I have to say P6, but it was after P6. <laughs> bro, I, mean, I mean, once again, I'll repeat it. It's like London had good side off the break, and they got insta flipped out. You do that, it's going to be really hard to win that map. So, uh, And then we get into the Embassy Search and Destroy. 
a uh, little bit of interesting first round asim he comes out and just absolutely pisses on him but he shoots the bodies man i mean guys what do we say about shooting bodies man what do we say didn't you start off like 8-0 or something? Yeah, he was pissing. Asim was going absolutely insane. And uh, he was he had a great series. He he played really well this series. Um, but yeah, no, he was he was going absolutely crazy. And uh, I think after he shot the bodies, everybody was like, oh nah. You know what I'm saying? They never win pat I've never seen it, Pat. Have you seen it? If somebody lights bodies, it still wins. I think you've done it once. I think you've done yeah, it, it once it or twice. It happened to me uh, quite a few times, probably nine times out of ten. Maybe it's ten out of ten, I'm not too sure. Um, but but yeah, I mean you can't shoot bodies unless you're gonna win, period. Period. You got. You just got to win. So. And, then, and then we could tune into a few rounds that I thought were a little bit trolly. Um, one of them in particular was this one. Scrappy's left in a 1v3 situation. 10 seconds left on the clock. Nobody from London's picking up street, like low street. And Scrappy just waltz on in in a 1v3, shoots him off the bomb, and just calls it a day. Wait, he won this? He won this. He shot him off the bomb, and then nobody was even there. Um, I don't know if he, like, I don't know if he just, you could see where he was originally. What the yeah, fuck? He, I'd be he, having he an was, aneurysm. He was, like, an office, and they thought the other guy was going to be, like, back office or something. They had no idea he was, like, middle flanking, so. Well, it was a good play. They saw him, because he gets a kill in the back, so, and then he just, like, completely changes his position, so. He runs through a bottom office, just. That's how they, uh... Yeah, no, just a really good heads up play coming out of uh, out of Scrappy right there. Um, and then we get into the next round. Uh, again, you see the aggression from London. I like how London was switching up some of these strats, man. I would like to see some of the strats they were doing, like some of these rush plays. You have to wait for your dead silence. Like, Tony, how hard is it to make a play without dead silence in this? Like, I feel like it's pretty hard. Nah, well, well, there's new sound settings. I'm sure you guys have heard. It's like sound equalization or something where, I mean, some of my teammates use it. A lot of teams use it where it just makes the game. Like, if you don't have dead silence, you are being heard across the map. There was a, a clip from, like, a search player where, like, they heard someone from, like, uh, Hotel P2 to, like, top left plat. Yeah. So a lot of players are using it now. So, uh, I mean, yeah, obviously, if you're not utilizing your dead silence, pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, and then as we get through uh, some of these rounds, one interesting round I want to take a look at is uh, the Dolphin Dive from Asim in this 3-3 round. This was insane. I haven't seen anybody do anything like this yet. Uh, this is a pretty ballsy play. If you guys die like this, are you raging? Because I would probably rage if I died from that. Uh, but you can see Asim going to Dolphin Dive out the top, fucking take down uh, Eli, and he ends up doing that. A couple more times. I think he does it again. I don't even know how London threw this one away. Definitely felt like they gave away to 1v3. The 4-4 round. This is the round where I felt like they took too long. Uh, let's take a look at it. Let's get your guys' opinion on it. Um, right here, I just feel like London, as time ticks, like, they have to make a play. They have to get this bomb down. And they do a good job. Like, it's Cartier. He gets over to that A site, but he doesn't drop the bomb. He plays for a kill, and he does a good job. He gets one. I like this. He should have just stuck the plant right here, like, right away. He kind of, like, hesitated a little bit. He planted on that side of the bomb and then ran around the truck, like, instead of, I don't know. He was going to plant on this side of the bomb. Why not just instantly, like, wrap the bomb? That was very... Uh, yeah. Because like he's, he, he's elusive. Yeah, I would have liked to see him. I mean, Pat, what would you have done differently right there other than just, like, plant the bomb, like, quicker? I mean, I would plan for Nasty there. You make it a 2v2 situation, 15 seconds, like, try and plan for Nasty right away, and then just, like, dip out. Instead of challenging, then just, like, dip out. Like, run to Dolphin Dive to your right, or just get the fuck out of here. Yeah, like I think I agree play. with you. I think I do exactly what you just said. Um, I mean, you're always so smart. No, you just, know me. It's like, you know, I, 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 I try the best I can to, like, give my input. You know what I'm saying? Give my honest input on certain things. I just thought London took too long there. They had a minute to work with, and they didn't get to the bomb. They didn't plant that bomb to the last, like, 10 seconds. And that shit never works, Pat. I hate when people plant the last five seconds. I hate when they do that. Just because I feel like they get swarmed as soon as they get that bomb off. But then we get to the... Then we give them a chance. They yeah, give you, you, give, a chance. You give no, yeah, you get the bomb done, get the hell out of there. It's, now you're on the defense, you know? It completely changes. But 
this is kind of where Ultra was able to close it out, man. And it was Asim who was almost able to get the retake. The streak comes out. He gets him on a bomb. Which, Tony, how do these streaks work? Because you can see Kleenex there. He's sitting on a trophy. Go back. Hold on. Rewind it. Let me see it. You can see uh, Kleenex. He's sitting on a trophy right here. Trophy goes down, yeah. right? And then Asim comes in with the streak. And I guess there's a radius, like a certain radius. Or is there a way where you could just blow up? No, like, no. Let me see the streak. And then Asim, he just kind of streaks like uh, from really far away from Kleenex. The trophy is not able to stop it. So I just thought that was a really good heads up play. And then I like well, the I route think, Asim takes. And he, yeah, he ends I think up where doing he landed the mid it, The trophy was just like too far in front of him, no? Because the trophy was like front sign and he landed at like front PD kind of. Yeah, yeah. So I think just the radius. Also, also, if you smash the, uh, the cruise into certain walls, then it just... It's like there's no trophy you can't there tell, You can't see the trophies when you're, when you're cruising, right? Like you can't no, see them on the ground. No, no, no. So it's like, you know. And then you can see Asim. He was able to get three, and then it just ultimately wasn't enough. As Toronto, they were able to get that bomb down. A nice little rust plant. They play for top office. Pretty clinical. Take a look at the uh, final scoreboard. 17-6 and six for yeah. the loss uh, for Asim. Yeah. Uh, nobody else has more than six kills. So Asim definitely, uh, that one it's trying weird, to do everything though, he could. It's weird because of scratch. how impactful the playstyle he has, where it's like, if, if that player has 17, it makes no sense to lose the map. Like, yeah. let's say it was Trey who had 17. He's like a main AR. He's not going to be as impactful as, like, your main Vaznev player. Mm -hmm. for, for your main guy to have 17 and lose is just, it's nearly unheard of. Yeah, nah, he, uh, right there, that was a, that's, and that's just a map that hurts, man. You can drop 17, you're twisted, and, uh, you know. Didn't play out for them. And then we get into the hotel uh, control, which is eventually where Toronto was able to find uh, the 3-0. And going into the 1-0 the round, I know uh, it was Toronto who won the defense pretty comfortably. Um, push out that bedroom, do what they got to do. But this round, I don't know what happened to London here. Um, a little bit of a collapse during the listening. So I'd say we go into a listening with the Toronto Ultra. They end up closing out this offense. Let's tune in and uh, see how they're able to do it. Just, uh, yeah, one's couches as well. Stay alive, Scrap, okay? What's top bed? I'm dead, bro. I'm probably dead. Bed. I'm probably dead. Bob, is Scrap low bed? Low bed. I'll save it, Scrap. I'll save low bed. In lobby. Help. Just jumping around. In lobby, got me. We top bed, probably? Yeah. Still behind lobby, bar. On top, Don't top He's in top bed, the right corner, bro. And he's on the, on the bed now, pushing towards cat room. In got cat room. Adam. That's him. Low bed. Another one, low bed. D1. And close bed. On the mid block. Dead. Low bed, low bed now. Low bed. I thought that was a great listening from Toronto Ultra. I like that they kept track of players. They knew where everybody was. They kept track of all of them. And uh, once they needed, they were looking for one or two. They knew exactly where to look. I think that's really important when you get to this level is like making sure you're counting players and knowing where they are on the map. It was a good listening from Toronto Ultra. What did you guys think? Yes, I mean, they're, I mean, they're calm for good. Go ahead. Yeah, they just have a good... I mean, this team will always have good comms, right? They just have like... Obviously, you have, like, Scrappy, the energy guy. You have Toby, who's calm, but he's also, like, a really smart in-game player. And then Jamie's just, like, that sort of uh, standstill, I guess, leader type guy. I mean, I feel like every time you watch Toronto, th there was a few times in the past where it's, like, they sounded dead, but they're a pretty consistent team when it comes to comms. And it also helps that, like, they're just a 
in my opinion, a consistent team where it's like you know what to expect, not only from them, but like from the outside looking in. Like it just comms sort of come more natural when you're playing the game the right way and you know what your teammates are doing, if that makes sense. So I think like just their play style and their consistent play style as a team and their communication just go hand in hand. Like it's like the game kind of just comes to them. Yeah, and they did a good job too when when people are pushed out bedroom here when they're on the defense pushed out. I, I think Toronto did a good job of like staying patient, you know, checking their corners, like clearing things out together, like picking up their trades, you know, like they they did a good job there because bro, you know how many corners are in this bedroom area, bottom bedroom, top bedroom. There's a lot of corners. You got to clear it out together and play together. You see a lot of teams they funnel one by one a lot and they kind of get caught in like a cycle. And they never actually get, like, a clean wipe. So, good plays from uh, from Toronto there. Then we get into the overtime. London was able to take uh, take it back a couple rounds. Um, but it was Toronto who ended up getting, uh, uh, at the end of it, uh, that defense and just making it hell for them, man. Making it hell for London. Pushing out their kitchen. Pushing out their spawn. It was Tank who was trying to make a play over and over again by this B site. Right here, I thought that London might have had a chance to to get this B point. They would have got this B point. I could have seen them maybe stretching this to a fourth map, man. Maybe they, they would have got that A. Uh, but even now, I mean, Tony, I know you you scrim the game every day. That A point's hard to get now, too, sometimes. People are, are really good at holding that, too, now. Yeah, I mean, you have these headies all around the point that are pretty much just snake warfare, where you're constantly bobbing up and down, and you have those two little doorways. So if, if you have the spawn and, like, you have kitchen pushed out, let's say the only point to capture is a and you have kitchen pushed out they're spawning like back bed right so you're either forced to wrap all the way back kitchen which takes time and uh yeah like towards yeah. the beginning b was the harder point to get I, I think they're equally now uh tough to get a is just it's very easy to manipulate a if that makes sense yeah and you can see the final scoreboard scrappy 34 and 21 standy 35 and 24 really good maps uh or good map from uh, scrap and standy there and then on the other side uh everybody just negative except for tank except for maddie uh scraps trying to get it going but london end up getting 3-0 today uh what's next for these guys man slayer pal you got anything to say about this ben anything uh, any final well, thoughts of the series one team in this matchup, the one that got three map wins is the decisive team. I think London need to get there because watching Toronto play, they just react situations a lot quicker. I think the benefit for London is they play uh, one of the teams we're about to talk about next, Minnesota Rocker tomorrow, and I think that's an opportunity for London to finish this week 1-1. One, one. Mm -hmm. oh, they didn't show the vetoes till after map one in this one. That's interesting. 206-43. I was wondering like, why the heck I'm... Uh... They've done that a couple of times last year just to like get in the maps quicker, I think. Yeah, that's um, I'm not sure how I feel about that, but go ahead, Pat. I got bad news. What's up, Pat? Talk to me. I need to blow it up. <laughs> Who, London? Which, which, which are we blowing up? I need to blow it up again. You need to blow You want to blow up London right now? I didn't like the blow up they did, and I'm, I am I need another blow up. You want to blow it up against Pat? Who Who would you get, Pat? Who would you get? That's tough. That's tough. I did see Paul X after a six-day hiatus said he's got changed his life around, ready to come back. So um, that's all. I believe I believe it was a two-day hiatus. Oh, a two-day. I thought it was six. My bad. Two-day. I mean, two day. Two days. Hey, hey, we live in a fast world, gentlemen. <laughs> Things can happen overnight. Um, so, so yeah. I mean, I think um, you know maybe you looked at option, maybe not. Uh, but I, but I think they need to blow it up and uh, start exploring something to get them some wins and 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 if not maybe that Asim guy can land somewhere that uh, his talents no, I can think, be appreciated. I don't know. I feel like I feel like especially you. I feel like you jump to like uh, your opinion's your opinion. But like I, I would see how tomorrow goes versus Rocker. I think Toronto is like 
I'm, I'm not saying Rockers not, but Toronto is like always such a super well-rounded team, especially in Surge, that they're always a tough team to beat. I think tomorrow is like the real test for the new London roster. It's like, what can they do versus, obviously we beat Rocker today. Um, they're obviously a great team, but if, I would see how the Rocker match goes before I uh, jump to that so conclusion. So you want to wait till a, a match, the result of a shitter versus shitter match to determine what you want to do with the roster? I mean, you said like uh, we, we just live in a change. I mean, we live we live in a fast world, and uh, we do. We do. change and teams change. Like like look at you, last year for example, you had thieves. Actually, I'm not going to use that example because thieves might be a little bit of an anomaly. But like Seattle, like you have Seattle who has a terrible stage and comes back and wins a major. Like I feel like in our game, at the flip of a switch, teams can change. I'm not I'm not saying this team will do that. I just think uh, you jump to conclusions a bit about rosters. No, I, I, I may, I, I may, but 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 I'm also right most of the time. I I got a back pad up here. I just, I think this is an evaluation a uh, couple of weeks for London, and they got to decide after major two what they want to do with this team because I don't think their ceiling is. It's not like Seattle, where I think even when they were inconsistent, their ceiling was still insanely high. I don't think this team's ceiling is there, and I think they got to figure out like how can they best. Really, at this point, it's probably what what can you put around Aceon to make this team very good because he's clearly a consistent player on the team. So. Actually, yeah. also take my opinion with a grain of salt because I also just like, from a now, player now perspective, your perspective is from, fair. But go ahead. From a player perspective, I just I'm a little biased because I, I I hate when like players are getting hounded to get drops and stuff and and replace. So I I understand your opinion. I just think on the flip side, it's like one of my biggest gripes with like this model and this format is that teams are so quick to change because there's like no time given for them to actually improve. It's like you're not good right now. We have to blow it up. I mean, we got champs in, in six months. No, I get it. I, 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 I get it. All right, let's move on to the next one. We got Boston Breach going up against the Minnesota Rocker, Fortress Hardpoint, LSC Low S&D, Hotel Control, Mercado Hardpoint, and Mercado S&D. How do you guys feel about the vetoes? Anything at all? Tony, we already see the scoreboard uh, right now because they didn't show vetoes after map one, but you guys came out and slapped them in the first map. Talk to me a little bit about that one. Had the team feeling going into it. I know um, at the event, uh, Big Wake, right, was sick. Uh, yeah. Wasn't able to play through the whole event. You guys ended up having to pick up beans. Kind of tosses the whole floor around. So how has practice been like? What was your mindset going into it? And uh, and how did you guys come out swinging in the first map? Yeah, I mean, obviously stage one didn't go as planned. We started off 2-0, and and then we, we choked two matches versus New York and LAG. And I said it in our docu-series. Make sure to check that out. Uh, we didn't really lose confidence after that. Like, we weren't discouraged. Like, those matches were genuinely, they just felt like matches that we had in our in our grasp, and we just let them go with uh, misplays and, and things like that. So, Major, obviously, I mean, no one could have anticipated our main slayer to get sick. And obviously, Beans is like, best case scenario to have someone like Beans on the bench rather than Coach Zed or someone coming in. Oh. Um so we tried our best. Obviously, we took two hard points versus Vegas. But I think after our first week of stage one, things just – it was like a series of unfortunate events. So we uh, we had to have a short-term memory with, with that one. And now practice has been going incredible. And obviously, our first, our first match is starting off strong. So the mindset is stage one's in the fucking past. We can't go back and change it. And now, um, obviously, with our major coming up, like we want to – to represent Boston at our home event mm -hmm. uh, to the best of our ability. So oh, yeah. practice has been going really well. And obviously to speak on this match, uh, when I joined earlier, Brandon mentioned flow state. I think, I think this, this match was just like a flow state type series where at least my personal feeling during it was just like, there is no world where we're losing it. Like 
I, I think in certain series you can, I guess, feel when there's no way you're going to lose. And that this is one of those series where it's like we could do no wrong. Every decision was the right one. We were communicating right. Um, there was no gaps in communication. We were keeping track of players. It was like uh, it was like we're here to play yeah. is the way uh, I felt. Have you, uh, have you played this team a lot in scrims? And so, like, do you guys Not at all, no. Against them? Not okay, at all, no. Uh, yeah, it is interesting. I mean, you knew you were playing them too, so I, you know, I guess you. Yeah, guys, no, teams you know, don't teams don't, don't scrim teams yeah. when you're playing soon. Yeah, um, I mean, like in general, the season before, like. Oh yeah, no, I mean, dude, all, all Rockers. Matches, I mean, honestly, I think Rockers is a way better team than they showed today. I think, I was, I wouldn't say I was surprised, but like Rocker is not a team that you can walk over on a consistent basis. Like this series felt like they were, like there was something wrong with that. Like it, I think we were playing great, but I also expect. A little more out of them, and that's not like a, a negative thing to say. It's more like a positive. You, like, don't, this you, is don't, just, you don't gotta you don't gotta say that, Tony. This is yeah, a team I, that I think, I think Pat and I may not agree with you on this one. If you want to okay. delete on this, listen, listen, Minnesota's listen, yeah, hard yeah, point yeah. has been pissed for for a minute now. It has, it has. Listen, um, I I think it's time that that we we call it for what it is. Uh, Minnesota Rocker Project has failed again. For the I don't know, was this third year now? Maybe it's fourth. I'm not sure. But I mean, the CDL is a fourth year in the CDL. Okay, so fourth year. Um, You're blowing this one up too, Pat. You're gonna blow them up here too. Hey, hey, hey! Listen, this guy's I, nuts. This guy's y'all nuts. Y'all were high on these guys in the off season, and like I was really hesitant about this roster. I know we were high on the talent this team was getting, uh, but they just they just make weird teams. Like the composition of players that they put together, I just feel are weird. Um, uh, to me, it's just a failed project. I think Ben, you mentioned obviously a lot of money went into this roster. Um, so shout out Rocker for being a phenomenal org, but um, they've put a lot of money in a lot of a lot of rosters, a lot of years, um, and I just don't think they're getting results at all. So, um, Tony, I think I, I think you said that you know they didn't show to their potential. But they, they never have. This this to me, this team just stinks. Um they absolutely for the caliber that, that this org wants this team to be, they absolutely need to blow it up. Here, here's my without a doubt. Is, I just is, don't like I, I don't know. Sorry, I, go ahead. I, I, I'm not sure. Listen, so I'm not sure if I blow it up stage, but this is like like uh, uh like like alarms well, just, are going alarms are going off like we, yeah we, but like, I can't take but like every like there are so many instances where Pat has said blow it up like Seattle like Seattle oh, is yeah. is a fucking top two top three team consistently hold on hold and on I'm pretty sure hold on I'm gonna I'm gonna let you finish completely I gotta know one no no did you not say did you not say about New York that they should blow it up too then they won the event gentlemen gentlemen that's completely irrelevant the Seattle I want I want to specify on the Seattle thing. I have never said that the Seattle roster just needs to blow it up. I said specifically the Seattle roster, if they want to compete for championships, be number one, then they need to pack a punch. That's what I've said. But they could have won. Okay, listen. Could have, should have. Did you see Kismet? Yeah, Kismet was bro, laughing We don't play hold on, hold predicting on. how bad they're going to be Seattle. Okay, but you're arguing on the premise that we play a consistent game. They also got lucky the series before that. Where, like, you're implying that you can build rosters to win consistently. If you could build rosters to win consistently, FaZe would win six out of six tournaments a year. I mean, yeah, but, we, yeah, we still haven't. We still don't know if they're they're gonna see if they can get Dashy for for Slasher, and that reality oh, might oh, come oh, true. Wait, but, but, but hold on, did oh. hold on to know. Like, I see what you're saying, and winning's obviously difficult. But like, they're also an example of a team that's 
made it to Sunday at pretty much every event outside of like two lands. Oh, dude, uh, they're, they're a very consistent team. All I'm saying it. is we, so, so we play a game. We play done. a game where teams winning multiple tournaments is not like very frequent, like frequent anymore. Like like the competition is at its highest every single year. I would argue that this year the competition is the the highest it's been in CDL history. And it's like if you want every single team to to blow it up after uh, a couple bad matches or a bad stage, you're just gonna have like a never ending cycle of rosters and there's going to be no way to actually support teams or like for teams to get better. It's like, how the fuck can you be a fan of a team from a fan perspective if they're constantly changing and how can you improve as a team? If the, the moment you have a hiccup, you're, you're changing immediately. Roster changes wouldn't hold impact on, on, whether you're a fan on. of a team or not. Uh, I mean, like, my, like think about sports. My, like my, okay. Listen, I think that there are certain instances where roster change Roster changes make sense. This roster we formed is dog shit. The the composition's wrong. Personalities are clashing. That's different. But for a, like, I'll use Rocker as an example. Looking at this roster, there is no one that can tell me, or that's going to tell me that Rocker can't go place top three at the Boston Major. Like it, it, it just it it's. I, 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 it's I, wait, I, I, saying I, I, saying I they're honest, capable bro. of a fluke performance and and, it, and wanting not to build a, a championship that, team have, is not the same combo. Players, they have good players, and if they put it together, and if they improve, and like they have good practice like this is a team that can make runs like to act like they can't is fucking stupid they're, they're nobody getting, they're getting 3-0 blown on. out okay, by a okay, team that was on okay, the couch on okay, thursday with okay. me as the only active player in this call not a single player would have uh, assumed that new york was going to uh, going to win major one not a single team would have That's said fair. new york is the is the favorite okay so we can not say the game single, sucks what does that have to do with teams team roster said changes seattle was going to come and play second it's just I think you jumped to conclusions right too quick. I'm not going to argue back and forth. And obviously, listen, because I see you in the chat, you guys are obviously gross. But going into that, I don't think anybody had you guys as favorites. They were not like some high betting favorites. No, they weren't. Right? It's just like certain fair. certain teams yeah. hit a certain stride. They hit momentum. The what does that now, have to do with, now with changing rosters, like though? Look, guys, what do you I, mean? Because a roster change that, like, it, let's say let's say this team blows it up. That can still be true. Right. If if your if your thing is like it's just the game, teams could get hot. Any team could win because the talent is so high. Like, uh, uh, like the, then the, then the exact same thing would be true if you made a roster change. No. Oh, but okay. But like okay, I'll ask you this: If if your yeah, rocker, yeah, like what do you blow downside. up? Like if you're rocker, what do you blow up? The whole like, thing. I get rid of everyone, to be honest with you. <laughs> like, see, like I can't take that. I like, I can't take yeah, that. Yeah, it's like you know, you're gonna get the whole thing, and then who are you gonna uh, sign? Well, 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 this goes back to the offseason, though. I wouldn't yeah. have signed this roster. Uh, what, would you, what would you have done? Uh, well, the landscape looked different. I agree with Tony. I, I agree with Tony. Who was free but, at the but, time, but but, 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 but I absolutely no 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 no. no, no. Wait, 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 well, wait, I can't wait, say that, that for certain because I don't I don't know who fucking... was free at the exact time they could have got. They wanted this roster, yeah, right, Ben? They wanted this roster. This is a fucking great roster. Yeah, exactly. I could I could have made a phenomenal roster, much better than this. No, you couldn't. And if I listen, no, you couldn't have one mil a year for three years. If they sent me that contract in the off season. This rocker organization would have a championship caliber team. It's just a fact. I would have made a better team. Period. No doubt in my I, mind. I mean, I mean, listen, I want to indulge. Pat but he got better players. We, we watch ahead, this. Uh, ben, ben, take the floor. Let Ben take the floor here. Go well, ahead, Ben. I, I think. Look, I think. Look. Go like, ahead. I think Zen, you're making a good point, right? I think like teams shouldn't ideally chalk themselves after like one major. The only thing I'll say about this rocker team, and that's why I think this is sort of an alarm bell situation. Is I, I look at where their map pulls out, and again, we're only in the, the beginning of Major 2. It's early. That's why I'm not saying, like, they didn't change. But I'm looking at kind of how they play, the maps that they're good at, that we've seen so far this season, and how they stack up to a lot of other teams. And I think the top eight, top ten has gotten way better this year compared to last year. And even though last year, 
fucking Vanguard, all that shit. Like, I think with Vegas being a competitive team this year, how good Toronto is, how good New York is, like, there are nine or ten very good teams in this league. Suddenly, when I thought Minnesota might be six or seven, they may be tenth on that list, and I don't know if that's good enough for them. Where do you guys get the nine or ten good teams in the league? Am I? Am I? Are y'all seeing rosters that like are Superman on some of these teams? No, but how, I, how are they? How is there nine through ten good teams? I also think that like, I don't know. I Ben, I think your perspective on like the league. Okay. Would you agree that this year is like the most competitive the league has ever been? Yeah, Would I, you think, agree with that I think it's pretty competitive. Well, I think the I teams think, are, are I, good. I agree though. with you. Okay. I think this is the most competitive. Okay. Year I think it's debatable. Okay. I'm not sure okay. if I'm saying I'm okay. going to so, one event. I don't okay. know if I agree with so one event. My, my example is this. I'm not sure who you think the, the 12th place team is, right? Let, uh, whoever it is doesn't matter. Let, let's use whoever you think is the 12th, tape, uh, 12th place team uh, as an example, right? Yeah. Do you think the 12th place team can make changes to then become a top four team? Yes, because Bruce is sitting on the bench right now for Optic, and I think he could probably change. And you think uh, Bruce would want factor. to go to a, the the 12th place that's team? An, that's an entirely different conversation, but do I think that he could help that team? Sure. Yeah, think about the amount of I think the offer is what matters. Like, I think teams need to want to improve. Like, all, like, all I'm saying is, like, like why dude, do you want to be 12th, but, but maybe no, I can on, get 6th at this I'm event? Not, I'm not saying teams should be complacent. I'm not saying teams should be average or want to be average, but someone has to be in fucking last. And just because... You're a 12th place team, doesn't mean you're unable to compete. Like I'll use this may be crazy, but Paris was two and three in uh, two and 23 in the league last year. They were not an easy team to beat consistently. Like like they had close matches and like yo, going into them. Yo, all I know is times have changed, yeah, bro. Bad, bad okay, okay, listen, we're listen. giving credit to teams that are okay, two hold on. and 23. Okay, okay, we're okay, saying no. like, yo, they okay. might have been two and 23. Nah, they were still a good ass. team. Those guys are terrible. Z- Z- okay, times are just different, Maybe a bad example. All I'm saying. Can we back up and talk? I want to just talk. I see what you're trying to say, Zen. I just want to talk specific to Minnesota, bro. I know what Zen's trying to say. You're exactly I, I know I know what you're trying yeah, to say. I think I want to finish my thought on Minnesota, which is like, bro, I'm just kind of like tired of waiting for us to have a good Minnesota team. Dude, I'm sorry, but okay, like give me one player that you slot in for one of these players right now. Cause I'm genuinely curious. Cammy had a 0.6 today. That kid's one of the best flex players in the entire game. There is nobody that you're replacing Cammy with. That that one's at the door. Afro I mean, I mean that one at, listen, no one's bro. replacing Afro. No one's replacing who? Bro, Who are you like, replacing? I, I listen. I like Cam more than the next guy, but so far what we've seen through him through a stage in a one match, like it's not. He's having a down year so far. Like he definitely has to step it up a bit. No, that's fair to say. I like Cam too. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, no, uh, I'm not I mean, saying he, Cam can't improve. Uh, but Bance, but Bance and there Cash. Is no one, there Bance is no one you're getting to London for a seam. There, there, there is no um, one. There is no one that you're replacing Cammy with with a higher ceiling than Cam right now. What did you say, Pat? What did you say? I, I said I said uh, Bance and a little cash to London for a seam. Make that trade. Um, let's then, see what can then, I do. I'm gonna ban- I'm gonna target Dashy. Dashy's my absolute go-to here. I think this would be a team decision. I wouldn't trust the coaching staff that's currently on Rocker to make this decision, but I would look at this um, at who I want to replace Dashy with here. And then London hold on. would never do that. London I, would never I, do that, Pat. These are unrealistic people, changes. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead, Zingo. Go ahead, I see a lot of people hating on Bans too. Why? And, and they, they are horrible. Like, like, okay, <laughs> Bans is going to be like the scapegoat for this team. And also, just 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 you think I'm biased. I'm pretty positive that Bans got me dropped from Ultra before you think I'm sitting here defending him. But I'm like, not no, throwing a second nobody, rounder, Tom. Nobody like, sees I mean, what Bans actually does for a team. And and not like, get, London's not getting rid of Eastern, bro. I don't know. I just. 
everybody is so quick to fucking uh, blow it up, replace this player. And then, uh, I, agree. It's, I agree. It's, it's not, it's not very black and white. It's very situational. You know what's crazy, though? LAG, LAG just got rid of Ace and they threw that guy to the, to the dumps. Yeah, that, that was not a particularly smart move on their part. Yo, there are just some horrible, <laughs> yeah, there are. horrible some management horrible roster, co roster control that goes down in the CDL. Well, listen, it we, might we, be the, it might be the, like, don't worry, don't get me wrong. I'm currently pissed at Rob Palinka for not trading the 27, 29 pick, <laughs> but like, but like some of these CDL teams take the cake in, in bad roster management, bro. They take the cake. Uh, listen, here's, here's I just my... bro, this was a good roster formed in the offseason. Like, like yeah, I, everybody I, don't, was I don't mind this roster. About this ro like there is nobody. Mm. This is a good roster yeah, on paper, bro. You got to be able to look. You got to read, read between bro, the lines, there, man. There is nobody besides maybe you in the entire world who looked at this roster and said, wow, Rocker fucked up. No, I mean, I'm not. I, I, I'm not disagreeing. I'm built different, Tony. There's uh, there's no argument there. But, but I'm, <laughs> there at, the, at the end of the day, I mean, I just I don't think this is like a fucked up roster. But I think to Ben's point that he kind of brought up earlier, like the amount of money and the seriousness that this Minnesota Rocker organization takes the position they're in, I I, I think it, I think they did fuck up. Like I I don't think I didn't look at this roster at one point and think this is a top three caliber team all year that can contend for championships. I did not think that at all in this offseason whatsoever. And do you, and, 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 and do you think that they could have done anything to, to change that? Like, for the amount of money me. they're spending, absolutely. But, Bro, they, but who? They're offering max contracts. Like, yeah, Give me an example could've. then. I'm waiting for you to tell me. I mean, me. I would have to go also, back to the offseason before that, certain people got, uh, got signed. They were the first crack at all these free agents, Pat. They could have signed anybody. That's so what I'm saying. If they were the first crack, then they could have got anybody they wanted. So give an example of a team you would have built. You knew who was a free agent. I actually don't. You gotta send me a list, Ben. Yeah, uh, making it without a list is hard, Austin, bro. But Austin was gonna go to phase no matter what because why would you not? Then, honestly, the only well, free Austin agents was under were contract, Afro, wasn't he? Hydra. I am tell. I am telling. I mean, oh wait, Hydra maybe, was free. The only player that oh, I yeah, think he yeah. resigned yeah, that crazy Paco was deal. a free agent, bro. The, the yeah, only, yeah, but you, you weren't getting him. And uh, the only player I think that bro, you could like, make an talks, argument for is Rocker. Rocker is spending money. Yeah, the only, yeah, I could have looked at Awakening. Yeah, the only player that I think that you can make an argument for is Wake. I, I just don't... Speaking of Wake, more. just talk about the map a little bit, but this second map here, this was the game changer right here. This 1v2 yeah, this one v two that I had. This, this changed the whole flow. You guys went on the next... You guys went and win the next three rounds after this. This was a big round here. It's a big 1v2. Tony, what's yeah, going through yeah, your I, mind when Big Wake cuts this two-piece? This, this uh, 1v2. I said, what the fuck is Afro doing? Yeah, I was yeah. very confused as what he was doing. There. One, did he know that? Did he think the door was closed yeah, or something? That's, that's my only assumption. He must I don't have thought the door was closed. I don't, I, this makes zero sense unless he thought that. Yeah, that was weird. But carry on about your no, team no, change. No, can I, no can listen. I, I don't want to listen. I listen. I want to end the conversation because I feel like we're going in circles. Uh, Pat thinks he could have built a roster that. Uh, could be top three with these rocker players. I disagree with them. I think they built a good team. I think everybody has a hard on for roster changes. Then why are and, you out and, there 3-0 them, uh, Tony? I mean, because I think we're a really good team, but that's despite the point. Like, what, no, because but I we mean, beat you, them, you they're think, not a good team? You think that this is a solid team and that they made a great offseason. I, I imagine that if we looked at a side-by-side -side salary comparison, this Minnesota rocker team might be 2x, uh, your team. Like, uh, in terms uh, of money I, spent I, I, and, and seriousness taken, why are you out there just, like, wiping okay, the hold floor on. with them? I, I, I think, hold on, real quick, to speak on money spent, hold on, real quick, to speak on money spent, when you have multiple organizations interested in the same mix of players, you kind of have to pay a certain threshold, otherwise you're going to lose them. So everybody, like, but the the same teams that were willing to spend that much money were going for the same fucking roster. It just this team that is this the team that got them.
No, call out what orders for going for this roster right now. I want to get a word in here, which is Zim. Go ahead, Ben. I agree with Zim, bro. I don't think you could have built a better roster on talent, but there's a problem, Zim, is if they come out to this stage, let's say they go two and three, miraculously make winners and then get top eight. Do you think they're happy with how this major win? And then if you think they look top eight back to back to back, a major one, major two, they don't think maybe a roster change might be on the cards because they're not really keeping up with the rest of the teams in the league. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. And I get it, Zen. Look, I'm not, no I'm not saying wants, it's out of the no realm of possibility. To, no, I just no think it's wants, a little fucking early to jump the gun on a roster like this and be like, we need to blow it up right now and make but, a change. Like, that is here's insane. The, here's the problem, Zen. I just got points, quick scope to bed, by the way. Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, that was nuts. But the way that the point structure works in the CDL, Zen, is like, you, you got to stay on pace with teams. And unfortunately for Minnesota last year, they were looking solid up until the last two majors, and they did not keep up with everybody. And a team that I thought was likely going to make it to champs last year was sitting at home uh, watching on TV because they couldn't actually show up and put the control. Listen, I'm not qualify. saying I'm not saying this is a roster you have to keep no matter what for four stages. But like to say right now after this match you need to make a change or blow it up, in my opinion, is insane. After major two, I would have done it after after major one. To be well, honest, well, I don't know I, how they're I, still I, playing I, these I, league I, matches. I, I find That's that insane. Early. I think. After major two, if things aren't working, like I think after major two, you're going to see teams make changes, teams that yeah. are underperforming or, or why, are struggling why, for look, points. Here's my issue. Why wait? Like, why? Like, like, bro, listen, this team is going to invest a lot of money, Pat. They invest a lot of money into this roster, but they're not just yeah, going to so, so start fast. getting something back. It, it's a failed project. You got to know when to, like, cut your losses. Bro, they've invested. Listen, I, maybe we're putting too much pressure on Minnesota, but, like, I want to see nah, the they Rocker. Don't even change yet, bro. I want to see the Rocker be a good team in the CDL, and we haven't seen them be, like, a. Anywhere close to a force, if you want to call that, since like the first year MW, and maybe the back end of Cold War when they won Major Five and they were. Here he is. Look team, at me go, by the way. Pretty team going into uh, champs. I lost composure outside, when he hit yeah, that. You, you, could, you couldn't do that next to Bonnet, though. Listen, outside, <laughs> of, outside of that window, they've always been like a top six, top eight team. They beat some teams, they lose to others, but they're never really like a major contender going into an event. And yeah, they had a couple of online stages where they went like four or five and oh, but then they pulled up to land and they were a non factor. Like, I want to see this Minnesota team succeed. And once again, it's another season where it looks like we're going to get the same results. So I'm sure they're just as frustrated yeah. as we are with. I don't know. I, was, I I agree with Tony here, man. Give it give it to after major two. I th I think once it's once it's two majors in a row, then it's like th then you're really starting to talk. Correct. You know, all I'm saying is it's, it's too soon. I'm you not don't, saying you, it's you don't want to write people off too soon, bro, because not everybody can win. So people are going to lose, you know, and if, that doesn't if, mean a team can't come back. If thieves had this same mindset of of making a change when things aren't going well. They wouldn't have went back to back and won a world championship. These were completely different. They had Why? Kenny they running five. an AR, which is just we have been beg like bro begging for that I, that, I that change to happen for years. All I'm saying is and based also, on their performance wait, wait, and their record. Let me like, finish. Thieves was one of, if not the very best team in the very first stage of Vanguard. Like they came out hot in major in stage one. I don't, people act like that didn't happen. They came out hot. They were frying. They were the best hard point team. Like we were, I, they, they were my major one fucking winners. That's who I predicted. Didn't and you then say they, to blow it up for them? And then they sucked. They, and they did. I I was begging. I was, bro, I was begging for Ken to make an AR or stop running an AR. Um, and, and they got a coaching change, which I think was great as well. Um, Listen, we can stop beating the dead horse. All I'm saying is too soon. Certain, if certain you go rosters, back to breaking point, I picked these so the people in the chat that's calling that cap. Go back to breaking point. If you're in here, if anyone on breaking point is, is in this chat, go back. I picked thieves to win major one in Vanguard or whatever the first event was back then. I just, just clarify. So 
So people that were... Uh... Let's get back into the series a little bit. Tony, I want to ask you a little bit about this one. Uh, you guys were able to squeeze this offense here to, to kick this one off. You guys end up 3-0 them in the control, too. Tony, I'm, I'm going to be honest. This was a really comfortable series from you guys. Like, it didn't seem like you yeah. were tested hold, hold that on, much hold here. On, hold on, yeah, no, Tom, like I'm I sorry. Said, I apologize. Uh, Tony, Tony like can I go really quick? Series. Yeah, go ahead. I, I just Wait. got triggered. I just got triggered yeah, by the yeah, chat. Okay. Go ahead, Pat. Yeah, so, so chat just was like, oh, so now coaches are, are not usually. Be careful what you Listen, say to her. Let's 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 clarify what I said. So, and Reese Vivid was chirping. There was some other chirpers. I saw some 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 avid viewers were also chirping. Um, listen, I said that the coaching change was good, right? Regardless of whether coaches are useless or not, when you got one coach just spewing the BS, allowing Kenny to run an AR for years, if you get a, a coach in there that's just like, yo, other coach. You're useless, but you were faded. It's still a good change. Coaches can still be useless. That's not the disagreement here. But but as long as you're not like you, you know like things are being said that that actually makes sense, then it's still uh, it's still just, a positive change. So I that's just, what I just listen. A, a new coach quick. and a role change. That's that's a blow it up. I don't. I think, say ahead. what you want to say. I, I think I think as an avid flank viewer and flank lover, I would just like to see you actually bring solutions or like role changes or player the swaps issue? or something. Because the I only agree. thing you say every time is blow it up, and the, and then when someone asks I, you who you would get or what you do, you're just like I don't know. Like Tony, like, Tony there's no argument for me on that point. I I fully understand what you're saying. What the fuck? I, that's the first time in my I life fully I've known you for agree over ten with years. You. This is the first. But, but Tony, I swear to God. <laughs> I, no, 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 stop talking because I swear ahead, to go God, ahead, hurry up. everyone needs to clip this. This is the first time. Well, you got to let me finish before I you have, clip no, it, so no, make no, sure no. you do a 45-second clip. Yeah, I have known Pat for 12 years of my life. <laughs> Him saying, you're right, I don't have an excuse for that one. No, 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 no. I, do, I do have years, an excuse. No, you got to no, no. wait. It is the first time <laughs> in my 12 <laughs> years of knowing Pat that I heard something like that right. in my entire life. Tony, are you going to let me finish? Okay, thank you. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. All right, so like I said, I fully agree, without a doubt, with the point you're making absolutely if i say something like that i need to back it up the issue with that tony and I was, this is where i was getting before you interrupted uh the issue with that and tony i've told you this a lot i told you in punta cana years ago <laughs> I've, I've said it on the flank many times if you are good at something you don't do never it. do it for free so listen tony i can i i am obviously going to make these statements and yes in my head i know yeah, exactly what the solution is but the problem is if you are good at something never sell yourself short and never give that away for free but pat you're getting paid to do this show online so you give opinions like yes I, and i do i do give opinions for the flank but in terms of improving multi-million dollar businesses in the cdl for free Absolutely not. Three mil over three years, they can get whatever Hold they on. need. Let's watch Tom. Go back yeah. to my point. Tony, I'm sorry I interrupted you. Nah, you're good. I mean, I mean I, yeah, Tony right now is just going after you. Matter of fact, Tony, let's go on board with your listening, Tony. Let's go on board with your listening. We're going to watch this back. But Boston Breach absolutely turn up and uh, and take care of Minnesota Rocker here on this final offense. Let's tune into the listening and see how they sound. That's a steal, by the way. I got your red. I guess my When do you guys want to get on this? I'm about to go shop. Yeah. Stealth spot, stealth yeah. spot right now. I'm watching red. Oh, he's there. He's already in shop. Already in shop, Cam. Couches, couches, then. Stealth spot dead. Give me shop. Give me shop. Yelling for Vance. This first guy killed. Then, couches, couches, watch out. Nice. Nice. Wake is good. Let's go dead. Let's go dead. Yeah. I mean, okay. BB on. Yeah, dub, 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 dub. Okay, dub, 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 dead, dead. Let's go, let's go. No more double me. Play left, play left. Yeah, spot dead. I'm going to go. 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 I'm going to go
All these guys are swinging small. All these guys are swinging small. I'm looking at I'm in, I'm in. I'm just hitting shop. Yeah, you play like that. Watch my right desk. Right deep right desk. Deep right desk. Nice. All these guys are swinging small. Watch me, watch me there. Watch me there. I need right desk. Both of them. Both of Wow, great listening, man. Tony, you guys are counting plays, working trades, you're winning gunfights. I mean, you you guys are putting on a show here. You got two ticks on B. Once you get those two ticks, Tony, it's easy, bro. I feel like you could get that one tick pretty easily. But uh, yeah, no, we uh, we made certain mistakes in stage one that like are sort of ingrained in our brain now to not make again. And mm -hmm. obviously never say never, but a lot of people use uh, like losing is learning as like a, a nice little scapegoat to losing. But like we genuinely like there are certain mistakes that we made in stage one that if we made again, I think Denz and Zed and Josh would literally fucking smack me around. So I think we've been trying to implement uh, a lot of. I wouldn't say new things, but like a lot of our bad habits we've been trying to scrap, and I think this series was like just a flow state series. Hey, take a look at the final scoreboard 18 and 12 from you, 21 and 18 from Vivid, 17 and 10 for Awakening, Nero 16 and 14. Everybody positive. You guys outslayed the hell out of them. Uh, and then over on the other side, Minnesota Rockers, just uh, everybody negative except for Afro. Uh, they just struggled, man. They just struggled to keep up with the slaying department. I know, Ben, you were talking about Boston having a lot of takeover players. You know, I, I feel like teams that have a lot of players who can take over like that, uh, those are teams you're going to have to outclass, man, because in the slaying department, they're going to be hard to beat. You know what I'm saying? Listen, um, Zen just sometimes is just big chilling, and he's got all these players pushing out cuts, and he's just vibing, and this is one of those series. Then, obviously, you played well. I'm not saying you played bad. I mean, I just, I mean, I have three slayers around me. I, I mean, yeah. I have to, I have to get in the hill. I have to know what to do and when. And obviously, I want to get kills and slay and and do my thing. But Zin, actually, with players like this you. around me, it's it's less of the pressure on me to slay. To Go ahead. No, yeah, it's a good point. Um, so how do I say this nicely? Listen, be as blunt as you'd like. I'll I'll be all right. Okay. 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 Um. Do you think your team would have been better off if you dropped Capsule and Tej? I don't know, eight months earlier. Uh, no, because we had a very good team at the beginning of the game, and then as the game transformed, certain play styles changed and so didn't you, mesh as you well. You wouldn't have preferred to have a different roster throughout that season of Vanguard, and maybe not place where you placed. No, I think no, I think we underperformed as a team multiple times, and we lost to teams that we shouldn't have. And I don't think it was either of their fault individually why we lost series. Okay. Bro, they were never okay. Gonna be able to, they were never gonna be able to get. How are they gonna be able to get Big Wake? He was attached with. You didn't have to get Big Wake. There was there was plenty of players you could have got last year. A lot of people at free agents last year that were getting dropped or challenger players that are now in the league. Like, um, it's just a question. I was just Bro, they, wondering. They formed their team in like. Then when did your team form? In like the end of December. Uh yeah, yeah they, we were they had, last in the form. We the nine month season. I we, said, I said like, but they were last because of the whole if, of roster spot situation. Yeah, but but I'm saying teams broke up mid year. I'm saying you could have made roster changes mid year after we look, we, poor events or whatever, and you stuck it out. The, you stuck it out. You stuck it out. You stuck be, it out. Because you, we were the you, best pretty average for the last 
three events of the year. And we just got to perform. Have, heavily debatable, but um, it's not. I mean, it's a fact, and you have no idea how well, we were playing. Get a, let's We're move on. Now well, let's move on. Now let's go to the next series, bro. We had a good series here in the third map or third matchup. We got Seattle Surge going up against the Vegas Legion, NBC Hardpoint, LSC, Fortress Control, Mercado, Hardpoint, and Fortress Search and Destroy. Vegas came out and took down Seattle. Pat, let's start with you. What do you think? What do you think about start. this? Vegas coming uh -huh. out, doing what they got to do. Uh, First map was an absolute nail biter. It was back and forth the whole time. Hey, Tom, Tom, you know who, you know who else was absolutely disgusting in this game in scrims in the beginning? Who? The Las Vegas Legion. People, people were literally were talking to, talking to them like they were the '96 Bulls, what they were but doing they're, but they're in scrims. Good, in the but they're playing good, and they play good on land too. Yeah, I mean, but but uh, they look good. Like, on, they look good on land, Patty. They look pretty good. They look alright. I mean, they look alright, but everybody can't be super. Everybody can't be the top three, Pat. No, I wish no, everybody no, could. No, Listen, no, you, I, but I, you gotta you gotta try, and then and then if you can't, then that's when you when you, you, know, you say you can't. I, I don't tell honest, me you're gonna blow it up again, wait. Pat. Wait, Tom, can you go back to the videos really quick? I know you're starting to play the gameplay. I I listen. We gotta talk about something real quick. I'm gonna go back to the videos. Where's Ben? I mean, you gotta give me a second here. User was yeah. to your channel. There you go. I want, I want to see these SND videos. Is this, uh, did Clay join us? Uh, I, want, I, want, I want Clay to unmute because I really want to ask him a question here. We'll go. You not gonna, if yeah. you're gonna ask him any veto questions, yeah. he's not gonna yeah, answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clay, sir, tell uh, us how Clay, you do your vetoes. Clay. No, no, no. Clay, what were your thoughts when Seattle banned Hotel SND against you guys and let you guys play Fortress? Uh. Uh, I'm pretty. I'm pretty. Uh, I think that might be wrong. You think it might be wrong? It might be the other way around. Uh, I don't know if it's the other way around, but there's no way that. Uh, I mean, maybe it's right. I don't really involve myself in the vetoes too much. Yeah, you like, don't we, we, play whatever. Huh, we, Clay? we 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 talk about it the night beforehand, and then like Dill just kind of does it. Like, oh, that's not us. We have a fucking 14-hour conversation about him going up to the match. <laughs> I mean, I I think. Off the bat, I thought the Fortress SND being a game five was a was a big misplay out of Seattle, especially because they're not a particularly strong SD team performance wise. Playing you guys on what I think is statistically what your best SD map I mean, like a better All misplay. of our SDs are really good though. Yeah. Like at least no, you guys are like, a gross Fort search team. Fortress is more so a coin flip than the other maps. So I think like if they were trying to do something like at least give you know, like if they thought the same way you're saying, where it's like, oh, we're weak at SD, they're good at it, at least take like a coin flip map maybe. But like I don't know. I feel like we just have a very strong S and D pool, so it's kinda like you're you're kinda screwed either way you pick for, against us in S and D. That's fair, but they have a very small S and D pool and I know they're I think winless on hotel but i feel like that would be a better play for them than squaring with you guys up on fortress but uh yeah i mean now that we have you here do you want to talk a little bit about this series kind of how you yeah, feel I mean, clay, now that we're I in a quick uh, question for clay actually before we, yeah, before we clay, clay how are you guys got the highest first first blood percentage in the league what what, what, you, what you doing what you doing come on man you know about you know all about us bro it's all about those prods and the pokes bro love the prods and the pokes I like that. <laughs> no, series was fun, man. I mean, we, we it kind of sucks for us online not be. We're the only team not in a facility. You know, everyone's seen all the stuff I've yeah. been tweeting What's about. What's going it on with stuff. that? Like, are you getting one of those? Are they? Are they? Are they? Have trying. there been any talks? Like, what about the organization? Has there been any talks about getting you guys hooked up somewhere or no? Yeah, it's just it's it's really hard in the I know landscape. I bank account, man. I can't take this conversation serious. Who? <laughs> like I like like I I'm sorry. 
What did you say? Who? You want like, Tej to pay for the facility? Not not a facility, but a two bedroom apartment in fucking Texas. I mean, you, you guys could split it four ways if you had to. If you guys like, uh, whatever. Um. Yeah. I mean, I that's a a, that's, a, that's a whole. I mean, every other team covers that stuff. I have a better idea. No, no, no. I'm, hold on, hold on. Let me make myself clear. Their organization, not. their organization should a million and ten percent cover that without question. But it should. But I the have players a better idea. Can afford to. I'm gonna start fundraiser for you guys. If you would like to buy the world's finest chocolate, hit my line, <laughs> and it will go. All profits will go directly to getting all of Vegas in Texas in a facility. Hey, if that's what we got to do to get okay. us all here, I'm I'm on board, bro. Let's get it. That that would be. You see me cool. smoothing with the sub though, right yeah, there. Nah, Clay, we were talking sir. about you with that sub. What Yo. happened, Clay? I want to talk to you about this first map. It was very back and forth the whole way through. This one went all the way down to the wire. It seemed that you guys were just trading. You guys ended up breaking like the second P4, I think it was. Like at the one after AC. That's before, right? Yeah, that's before. Mm -hmm. You ended up breaking that one. I thought you guys were gonna run away with this one. But what do you think went wrong in this first map? Because this this was a good map. I mean, it just—I'm just happy that it's—it's it's competitive for us, right? Like, we're not talking about we're losing by 100 points or more or some stuff like that. Like, all the hard points we've been playing recently have just been super tight, and our practice has just been really good. So, like, I'm okay with like obviously you don't you want to win the map, but like uh, if it's single digit difference at the end of the game, you're talking about one or two plays that go a different way, and the whole game is completely different, you know. And so, it's obviously just like continuing to hammer out the kinks and the decision making. Like the new spawns definitely changed a lot, and it doesn't get talked about enough i mean we had to relearn the game since we came back so it's only been you know what two weeks do you since... agree it's better though because at first i thought it was awful and now i think it's better um, a lot of people said this one i would better. say in a majority of the situations it's better but there are still there's like some yeah, weird there's some, there's 25 some, like 30%. that house spawn on mercado is unacceptable <laughs> yeah uh but you know so we're, we're learning and stuff and i still still think that like, especially after being with my team on LAN, like how quickly we improved on LAN, just being able to sit next to each other and, and talk about things. Like, it's a lot harder to do that stuff online. Like, it really is. Like, to keep everyone locked and to keep everybody, like, on the same page and, and like, you know, they're paying attention and not looking at their other monitor or whatever it is. Like, it's just so much easier in person. So we're, we're trying to figure out how we can do it online, and we're slowly getting there. And I think, like, this first map... We, we had some good plays. Like, we did some good stuff. We got broken a bit too easy, but we were breaking, like, instantaneously yeah, back. So, were. like, if you get broken, but you can break back, who gives a shit? And then right here, yep, AG was trying to play for this extra scrap time. Did you guys see him or hear him or something? I heard him clanking up the ladder. No way. It sounds, it's loud <laughs> as hell, bro. I heard clank, clank, clank. I was like, bro, he's on the ladder on me. <laughs> and then this is one of those hoods you guys are able to break. I know Mac finds one on rotation. So, you guys, I, I like how you guys just stay patient here. You wait, and then, uh, who was that? That was Prolute that kind of got, like, that backspawn. And you guys end up just winning some gunfights here. I thought it was a wrap after you guys broke this hill. Um, I thought you guys were going to run away with it. But it went down to the wire. Clay, was there anything you guys felt like you, you went back and looked User down? And you're like, oh, we should have done differently? Yeah, I mean, of course. Like, we, we, like, this break right here should pretty much seal the game, like you're saying. And the fact that we did it so clean, I got three right here and then trade out. But, like, from this point on, you know, full setup, you're thinking you get the 220 or so. Like, it's pretty, like, you're set up pretty good. Obviously, I don't have to break P5. Yeah. But it's just, like, we have an issue with the first map. Our comms are just insanely hectic. And, I mean, Tom, that's been an issue with me for for the entirety too of my much career. Energy. Yeah, too much energy at the beginning. But then, like, you lose the first map with no energy, and people are like, all right, come on, start calling yeah, out. You, know, you got to find the right balance. So, yeah, there's a balance there. And I think, like, shit gets lost in the sauce here a lot. Like, here at the end, we end up breaking this uh, P5, and we actually could have got, like, really, really close to winning right here. And 
the comms byron was in laundry and, and was like hey i don't i can't help hill and i was like don help me hill and don misheard what byron said and thought byron's helping and then sib runs in and does this and like this uh, is the last 22 seconds of a hill you know and yeah. i think i'm behind because i'm watching on the stream but uh, that is big time though i, yeah. know, I see what you're yeah. saying because it looked and, like there's so a miscommunication it was there. just it was just hectic as like the comms go you know and i think if we just clean up the comms in the situations like and everyone clearly hears each other i think it'll be a lot better yeah and then i mean ending on like a third p1 is kind of hectic because <laughs> this yeah. hill is insane I mean, dude this hill on embassy is kind of kind of nuts there's like so many places that people are coming from and i feel like people are kind of spawning everywhere too the spawns are a little crazy like look at the number five spawn there like right dude, here like look number five he's, he's spawned, oh, no, I guess, and then and then the other guy number six he ends up spawning i think like back ac or, oh no he spawns okay p2 and then number eight spawns p4 so they just like people are kind of yeah. spawning in different areas you know like you gotta kind of be on your toes at all time when I came out of my streak at the end of the game after I called two, after I got to two, uh, they were my teammates were calling out the spawn on the guy coming out the like staircase S1, what we call the like planner's doorway on me. Yeah. But like since the streak it just went off and it's chaos, I didn't like register the call out right away. And if I was able to like register that and just like out of my streak pre-aim that door, I think like we probably win the end of the game, you know. So yeah. I genuinely think it's probably just a calm issue. Nah, it was a good play from Mark too. Ended up finding two at the end of that one on the street, and he kind of just opened it up for the squad and just like that, Seattle. They go up 1-0. Let's take a look at the scoreboard here. Clay's are 25 and 24. All right, Clay, you went positive. Old man still got it, dude. T TJ, TJ had a rough first map. He had a map no, uh, rough map number one. He had a rough one. Jesus Christ. No, we lost well, by no, nine. No, I'll defend no, you know what's crazy? Night, we lost he by ate nine. insomnia cookies, and today he had mayonnaise, Wait, he's dude. still doing that? He's still doing that? Those dude. 3 a.m. insomnia runs? No, no, dude. His It's even worse, Pat. His teammate, Don, ordered him insomnia cookies. So he said TJ was sad last night. Oh, so he ordered TJ three. TJ Wait, three insomnia cookies last night? It was a kind gesture. But for TJ to eat mayonnaise today is it's insane. You you put mayonnaise in that kid's body on game day. What the fuck do you expect? Yo, 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 crazy crazy stat though. Um so the in the last I guess what four years of, of hardpoint in uh the CDL era. Uh, Modern Warfare 2, this this game has four of the bottom ten P1 hills for least average time. They're that's all kinda, just kind of wild. They're all just like contest fest where no one gets time in P1. Love it when Pat comes in with the stats. Love that. You don't start you know, with trophies but, uh, either, so nades just blow people up out of the hill at the beginning of the game. There you go. But talking about TJ, we were talking about this during the stream as we're watching this uh, search. Is TJ might right now might legitimately be like a top three, maybe even the best SD player in the game right now. I don't know. Oh how yeah. You feel about that, Clay? Like, like the, what I'm seeing TJ do on a daily basis in search right now, like super He's impact nice. player for you guys. And in right yeah, here, yeah, Pro. Yeah. Look at what Pro does right here. By the way, yeah. Seattle actually trolled here. Go, big ahead, play by Byron. Yeah, really yeah big I mean. Play. We coordinated this with a stun too, so like they were all stunned right there when Byron really peaked it, and I I stunned him with the sniper and stuff. So it's like we have little microcosms, but TJ honestly has been so so good. We've all been really good at search, but TJ in search obviously shines through. Like he plays, makes heads up play all the time. He catches timings when he has them, and confidently takes chows is what you want in your like search player, like entry player. As Byron's carrying bomb most of the time. Uh, I think we're all just a godlike search team. I think we all think about search. If we could apply our search mindset to respawn, like 
every every rotation is a new search round. Like I think we'd be way better. Uh, we, we we come with a plan, you know, and we talk to each other. We're communicating like crazy, and sometimes shit gets a little hectic even in the search rounds, you know. You guys uh, like, are a gross search team. I'll give you like even playing so. like we had a sub when you played you when we played you guys, but like when we did play you at the major, it felt like we had no chance. Like like you guys just seemed like you were so on the same page that no matter what we did or what we called, like you guys had a, a counter for it. Jesus. Listen, Tony, I'm all yeah. for giving gas, but no, you no, felt I, like I you had that. no, 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 no. You had no chance. We work on it a lot. I mean, nah, it's, saying, it's, just a, it's a confidence error, bro. Those times are just I mean, different. I mean, you, you You're an idiot, dude. I'm just saying they're a good bro, I'm never telling dude. another team that I felt like I had no chance against them. Not once. Even if I got cheap-sewed fucking 250 to zero, that ball is never running through my mind if i'm a competitor that uh, i have no chance against another team they just met the sd he he felt like he was out class have you ever felt like you sat across with somebody and thought to yourself you had no chance bro yeah as a competitor i'm gonna tell you no i've never thought that but hell yeah i've sat down across with people like dude we're about to get fried well it also wasn't that i've never i've never before i'm saying like like in hindsight, like Down after bad. it's like we couldn't do anything. I mean, I mean, look. To the point on the you guys in search right now, Claire. I think you are statistically the best defensive team in one percent. TJ the with the route. Look, Ben. Look. Overall map one percentage. And I believe you guys have first. Uh, after today, I think you're probably number one in first blood percentage. So, like, yeah, you guys are definitely probably likely the best. And it's just, game right now. it's tough in respawn too, being online. Like Tej and Byron at the land, it was me that was fucking costing on the on land, and they were going off. And then we get back online, and it's just like really tough with all of us being split. Like even again, this is against the Dallas team is the best team. Like we get split wise online, and still we're at a disadvantage. Like they're all on like maximum twenty five ping, and Byron and Tej are all fluctuating in the forties and fifties. And it's not like that difference, but like this well, is our clearly best. Clearly, it is for Tej. Yeah, I mean, it, it it actually is, and and it's like we we genuinely think that a lot of these you know nine point ten point games, if we just had better connection to the servers, like it, that's one gunfight. That's two like gun three fights, kills. You know? yeah, yeah, three exactly. kills is changing exactly. that scoreline. Yeah. I, I got an out of the box idea for you, Clay, and you may see where I'm going with this. You know, people potentially in Dallas that have office space. Have you asked them if they still have some of the office space that they may or may not have moved out of recently? If they still have that, and you guys can use that as a space, then you just got to figure out where about? Byron and Teach can stay. Who am I talking about? Yeah, when you say you know people in Dallas, that's uh, office I mean, for, space. For example, for wait, example wait, wait. like... The, Hold on. The, the, and there... I would never in my life let another team come play in my yeah, facility you, for League Yeah, yeah, no, Hold that's on. never going to happen, bro. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold Ever on. in my life. Hell no. no. Never let Clay, another team. That's insane. Clay, we, could, we could talk off stream, but I'd be interested in doing uh, a little business opportunity here where I, uh, I purchase a two-bedroom apartment in downtown <laughs> Dallas and... And then you uh, you guarantee uh, me a uh, a percentage of your price. What? As okay. a team? I mean, all right. You're gonna have to run that by Byron and Tej. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you guys can talk about it. You have to talk bro. about it. Yo, how about me choking that? That's that I was gonna say. Oh, no, right. Clay. I wanted to ask punch. you, but Ben was talking. I didn't want to cut him <laughs> off. Uh, but what happened, Clay? You you you, you had that, bro. You had all right, this. All right, you want it? You want to hear? It was a really good play, you, Clay. You want to hear? Play. Yeah, it did. We we went two v fours all the time, and we actually made really good plays. And Tej getting one and giving me the opportunity as I get another simultaneously. And honestly, dude, what happened is we haven't been playing on CDL accounts because they've been broken, like these accounts that we play on matches and what we usually scrim on. And so 
my audio setting was still turned down, like super far down from when we were playing last time. Mm -hmm. And so during this map is when I realized that during that, all my teammates heard him moving, but I didn't. And so in my head, I thought I had to check, but they like heard him moving around the bomb right as I checked. And they just like didn't say anything uh, in time. Tough. And so I literally went to my audio settings after that round. It was on 30%, bro. And I, I cranked that shit to 100. Yeah, dude. nah. Cause yeah, nah, they probably heard it. And they, they didn't say anything because they probably thought you heard it. Or they yep. didn't want, they didn't want exactly. to mess you up, maybe. Exactly. They didn't want to mess and you so up. my audio settings were wrong, and then I just, like, I sold, like, checking for it. If I would have, yeah. like, heard him at all, I would have just, like, shouldered it or jiggled it or anything. Yeah, Yo, no. Clay, I'm going to need you to stop planning uh, B-bomb on a CeeLo. Why? Well, nah, it's got the that, absolute lowest, it's actually a negative, uh, round win percentage, below 50%. Of rounds that are planted on B bomb are I mean, lost on that, a C low. That round right there. And A, a is 67%. Lamar just pieced y'all, bro. Lamar oh, pieced no, y'all no. up. Delta, that Delta is pretty crazy. right there, and it fucked our whole play. Listen, I'm not talking about that bro. specific yes, example. That is what We're talking happened. about every power plant. Bro, right here, before this, he was fully frozen there, bro. <laughs> wait, what was he dude, That's what he said in the comms. He goes, I'm lagging. Let's see, and I was let's like, see, oh, bro. And I let's flew see. off on him, dude. Let's I had, see, look, wait, look at me on top of the tent. Bro, Don goes, get BSND, just run to BSND. Don't, don't worry about getting sound horde. Like, Clay has everything. <laughs> bro, dude, and then he he's goes, not lagging, I'm bro. lagging. He, he goes, I'm you. lagging. And so then I'm like, oh, I got to trade this guy. I jump off on him, <laughs> and I hit him with three bullets, dude. I fly at him. Hit him with three bullets. Thought he was one shot. Call it to Byron. Byron Chows. He was not one shot. Yeah. Bro. <laughs> he was nowhere near one shot, two bro. Two fucking bad news bears, dude. Yeah, bro. Two of my bullets went through the wall, dude. So I hit him with three, but two of them did literally three damage total. So, like, he was not one shot. Bro, then over here, I got nervous, bro, because you jump out like a fucking maniac. Two you... HP. I had a pistol. No, I know. You went nuts with that pistol. You went crazy there. And bro, yeah, he I was gunned a... him with that pistol. Yeah, Look at go. I, I told for Look a second. He didn't come in for the trade right away. I thought he was going to get out. And it just the like red that. dot cheese, bro. Yeah, they, bro. I see people get absolutely world star with no red dots you, can, you can't instant no, react it's crazy, like man. red dots you can instantly react to people with no comms you have to, to you have day. to register people's comms fast you know you you know what i'm saying so yeah, it's like, like it's way different he's going inside the secret door and yeah like, and it's what? like <laughs> four seconds went by already you're like if there was a red dot you would have seen it you know i know i i know it's kind of became normal now and we don't really talk about it but let me just say once more no red dots is insane i think that's unacceptable uh, i mean Tony, no red dots is insane. No, red no, dots in. no red the, dots is unacceptable the dude. fact that that's the norm is, can is we a skip problem. the control man but, i was gonna but, say y'all got pooped out of the control bro y'all got real control but i can't tell you tony if you hop on x to find it will be there control the last two weeks in scrims dude we haven't lost a defense on fortress since we came back from the holiday break and we lost two of them here bro like i don't even know what we were doing here what running at him we're just running at him just kind of like maybe maybe just like losing composure a little bit maybe a bit i don't know but it I, just felt like you gotta what? get credit to seattle boys so i feel like ag like running dude, around in here is yeah, so this annoying this shit is so annoying you can't catch it him. actually is annoying you, dude you can't kill him and then you gotta like sell three people and then they get ticks <laughs> well, and it's well, like yeah, bro well, well the problem is only two players can actually do it with the vaz because <laughs> exactly. if, I, if, if i run top rails with a scar and try to kill fred i am getting fucking blown away so so you have two options either the entire roster takes out vaz and goes fucking hunting for fred and art 
or or you send two of your minions in front of you and you're like fetch and fucking Nero and Reese are in front of me and I'm just beating the fuck out of them praying to find them. Well, at this point, Don goes six to ten. Yo, our lives. <laughs> me and Keith both died as he said it. Dude. Yeah, that's actually hilarious. <laughs> I didn't even realize you guys. Were, I didn't even realize it either until I looked up and you said that. I was like, "Holy shit, their lives are gone." Um, yeah, but, but, you know. but I assume, Clay, to your point, like you guys kind of reflect they were major ones. That, what is that like picture, a, dude? A game of opportunity mean? for you guys, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, dude, we, we know boy can, like we know that number one S and D wins championships, and if we keep making sure we put in time and evolving that, like that'll always be a strong point. Hardpoint man is like you know at the pro level, anyone can win hardpoints. Like it's literally five win percentage is like max last year. Yeah, the top you, teams exactly there. right. So like you know, coin flip those, and then if we know we have to fix the control, we've actually been really hard focusing it, watching a lot of the best control teams, like trying to implement it a lot. Like I wish we could have shown a better performance in the control because we really have been working our asses off on it and we've been playing super super well on it and we just for some reason in this one just weren't weren't playing good i don't know god man sometimes yeah. it's just not clicking on the day when, you know? once preg gets in your ass dude it's like holy fuck dude like he's between you the boys he coming out yo clay you watch the boys <laughs> what <laughs> yes you know who he is nah. yo, 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 jesus christ you know what i'm talking about oh i know what you're talking if about if any of you guys have seen clay uh the boys uh pred is termite dude he just shrinks and crawls See, Sam says, hate when Pred's in my ass. Nah. He knows the feeling, nah. dude. Sam nah. knows the feeling, dude. Jesus. Jesus, man. I'm an R pro. I'm an R yeah. I'm, I'm Maps, bro. They can't kill me, bro. It's Clay. You're a Scott, bro. <laughs> We're just using wait, inferior wait. guns, and wait, that's say, all it is. Say, say Lamar. Bro, you guys are tripping on this scar bass and shit, bro. I'm going to be honest. Yo, you're Lamar. You're Donald. You're Donald. Cause I just killed Donald not. Like, but every time I have this conversation with this Vaznev Scar stuff, it, it's always with AR players. I'm never having this convo with sub players. Bro, the, the, the sub nukes. Did you see what so I just did with it on Embassy, though. bro? So I'm, scar, 30 years, I'm almost 31, bro. Did you see what I did with it on Embassy, No, man? but like, that makes sense, so because it's so Embassy, the way it's, it's mapped out, it's like all close quarter combat in those buildings and stuff, so pulling it out, like, makes sense. You know what I'm saying? But, like, the Scar still blows people away, bro. Like, look at that. Look how Dante just killed Don. Killed him right there, like, <laughs> bro. Wait, I don't get, yeah, but like that's how that's how it is with the Vaz too. Like headshot multiplier, you get zapped. Like, bro, he blinked and he's dead. You know what I'm you saying? Shotgun people with the sub sometimes, dude. No, you, you do, do. It are, both. You do it's both. Now, I, I will agree that because you you have more pace with the sub, you know, and you you get the quicker off the hip, you know, you aim in quicker, your ADS is quicker. It, it, it makes it a little bit better, right? Please like, not this conversation. But but I don't I don't know if it's OP, you know? Like, I don't know if it's, like, OP and it's, like, the scar is, like, useless. Because I feel like the scar is pretty good. Would y'all agree with that? I think there's something to be said for every AR having to choose from all these attachments when the subs just been using the same three attachments all game. But AR players have to choose between, like... 50 million I think you guys, things, I, th bro. I don't know why you guys do it. I think you guys can get rid of all that. I don't know why you guys do that. Just get rid of those GAs, those attachment GAs. Like, just get rid of them. Get rid of all the extra attachments? Well, because what attachment do you have ga The one that makes you aim in fast? The fast scar? Is that what you guys have GA'd? Like, what do you guys have GA'd? Dude, I don't even know at this That's point. That's what I'm There's saying. So I don't even know. I don't even know what the hell you guys have GA'd at this point. Some, some people are using the DLC sniper, bro. <laughs> Nah, that's unbelievable, bro. <laughs> a lot of people are. That's unbelievable. But listen, you guys got pissed on in the control. Any final thoughts on the control, Clay? Well, I mean, you guys, it was kind of a bloodbath. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I think we got like maybe eight total round wins in every control combined. So, you know, we definitely got to work on that one.
Damn. And then uh, we get into the Mercado Hardpoint, which, Clay, this is where you, okay, you were getting fucking busy, bro. Like, I'm not going to lie. You were getting busy. You've been whipping out the Vaz. Easy, man. So, Clay, do you do you pull out the Vaz or are you picking it up? Both. Oh, both? Okay. I, we, we, we play very flow-based. Like, I don't know. I think we just Explain understand. Explain that to the chat, Clay. Like, if I spawn in a situation where I know I'm going to have to push the guy out close in hill, I'm going to switch to a sub yeah. and run at the hill. And and I, being able to identify those situations and do it confidently, I mean, bro, I'm moving. Like, I'm actually moving on you the map. Moving, Lamar's, Lamar's ankles got broken badly for the mm. hill break. Yeah, my way. Like, so I'm, that's where badly. I'm going right now, Clay. I'm going to the, to the hill break at the very end. Because this yeah, is where Seattle, they get a good rotation here. They can win it on this hard point. I mean, you guys got to be clinical here. They they should have won this. I mean, me and Tej make, like, yeah, Sid gets two mid-map. And Don and Byron actually go god mode and 2v3 them in the hill. And I don't really know what happened. Like, I don't know how they did. Byron said he ripped the dude off the dumpster heady, which is, like, one of the best headies in the game. So, I guess that's on Byron for just going god mode after me and Tej got pieced. Nah, they just went crazy. They just pinched. They just slow no, played they, it. They, Mac, Mac they was, won they their fight. The they were both watching the back there. No, 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 no they weren't. The now go turn around. Wasn't he? Wasn't up. wasn't he? No, number seven whipped around. Wasn't he looking at it? Number seven whipped around. He's looking at it. Bang you moron. He's looking yeah. at it. He's looking <laughs> at it. Mac, he's looking at it. He's laying down. He's laying down, looking at the front door. Oh, he just got gone. Go he just got gone. They just got. They they, they lost the fights. Wait, I did check. You're actually not the worst control team in the league, by the way. I love you, though, man. Uh, how? You're tied for last with LAG. Okay, thank God. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and then you guys end up uh, winning it here somehow, Clay. You don't let them touch the point at all. You guys end up winning the all these fights. And you love, this. you love this, Clay. You love this right here. Yeah, I mean, this is my, my playground right here, bro. If I get to sit on a heady like that, like, I'm not, like, I'm not losing a gunfight off that heady. Like, it's just not happening. And we knew we had to win right here because, like, it's not like we're going to be able to get to that rotation back barber in time anyways. So, yeah. might as well try and play for the win there. And I like how we chowed out of the hill and stuff, allowed ourselves to, to win right there because, I mean, they, they're panicking. They're in panic mode right there. They 28 and 22, Clay. Look at you. 28-22 hey, over 3,000 damage. You're putting on an absolute show, bro. 23 non-traded kills, Clay. 23. That's good work out of you. Uh, and then, obviously, you guys uh, push the last map, and we go into a Fortress S&D, which I feel like is a probably the most one-dimensional S&D map I've ever uh, Wait, did you play, watched. Did you play this stuff on the P2 right before that, when I like Lamar got dove on? No, but I can go back and look at Dude, it for you. You got, you got it, bro. Yeah, Come no, on. I, this got is you, like, bro. I got this you, is, This is me in the, in the purest form, bro. You want me to go back to the, no, the, the, the P2? Right at the end. The P2 right before the end. Before it switched to that right, P3. I got you. I got you. Let's take a look here. We're in a P P2. You're talking about this hill, right? P2? Yeah, but like the last The last P2. second. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, yeah. This is not the last one. Whoa. I, I went to the wrong spot. You are faded, my boy. No, no. I just went to the wrong spot. I, I clicked the wrong. I, I'm looking at timestamps. You know what I'm saying, Clay? I, I look at timestamps and shit, but I am a little faded. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, man. Go to the last uh, part of this P2 here, and let's see what Clay does. What are you, Dolphin Dive Cheese him or something? Like, what do you do? Bad. Bad, bro. Yeah. It's not the end of the P2. It's like in the middle of the P2. That's the middle of the P2? Okay. Yeah. Let me see. Is it on camera? Come on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I think Come I on. see it. I think I see it coming. Is this it right here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is it right here? Bro, yeah, yeah. You're finessing. Yeah, you're finessing. I myself, bro. This you're is by myself. Bro. Stay alive for the team. Get the kill, bro. Kill that thirty first seconds, too, yeah. that, kill that, that thirty seconds, man, is Wait. that's game changing. Thirty right there, nah, bro. That is that is good plays out of you, Clay. No, that's was. that's I, impactful plays right there. I actually there. got a I actually got a live recap of that. I I, I took a screen grab when that happened. Check this uh, out. 
Ladies and gentlemen, check let's check out. it out. Let's see what the let's see what the sleigh is showing. Come on, man. Pat, he's Some breaking never, ankles. You know, he's breaking ankles yeah, out here, on, Pat. Man. He's breaking them ankles or what? Yes, sir. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, Clay. Uh, and then we get into the to map five, Clay, uh, which uh, which is a fortress S and D. Uh, bread and butters, baby. Yeah, bread and butters for y'all. But it, honestly, I felt like uh, there was a big swing round in the in the three v four you guys had, man. In the three two round, I felt like uh, was the reason why you guys won it. And I obviously pull it up and uh, kind of show everybody what happened. But fortress S and D, I'm, I'm guessing you guys are confident, Clay, going into it. Like you said, you guys felt like you always have a plan in this game mode, and you guys are on point right now with this shit. Um, well, how did you feel after this one? Closing out the series, anything you want to say to everybody in the chat? Everybody's showing love, supporting you. Yeah, man, I think it's, I think it's, like I said it to my team afterwards, man. I'm just really appreciative, like, to be in the position to, to still play competitive COD, right? As a career, I'm sure Zen feels the same way, right? Like, just yes, being able to, to be a part of the 12 teams that are competing and putting on a show. Like, I'm just appreciative of the teammates that we were working and, and you know, pulling out some dubs. Like, it, it's a lot of fun, man. Like, this shit is a lot of fun, especially when it goes your way. And it's it's a lot of not fun when it doesn't go your way. <laughs> it's, it is the <laughs> yeah. most stressful thing in the fucking world when it's yeah. not going your way. And, and so just to be able to come out and, and you know, perform, get top six at the major and then just, you know, start finding our form online a little bit and then practice and kind of getting comfortable with each other. It's just, I'm just happy to be a part of it and appreciative. Of, of the work we're putting in and I mean this last S&D like we just play well together like we all like like you're talking about the 3v4 and stuff like yeah. we just recognize like what's going on on the map and we just try and take what what the teams give us and like try and help each other try and use like initial good spots to get info and you know it's just like a complimentary S&D it's like what mm -hmm. you want in S&D like you can't really game plan for us because if you watch our like if you actually watch our VOD, we do so many different things that because we really just call it the beginning of the round. It's not like we have like a fully fleshed out game plan. We're just like, yo, what do you feel like doing? You know? Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of hard to plan against us when we don't even really know what we're doing. We don't have defaults per se. Like we don't go to these spots and hold it this way. This, we this just key, this is music to Tom's ears. Well, Tom, I was playing search like that. Well, Clay, yeah. luckily, luckily for you, you were playing Seattle, who just loves giving people S and Ds. So. <laughs> TJ makes yeah. a really it, good play in this 3v4. It wasn't us at all, Pat. They just gave it to us. I mean, you, said, you, said, you said it yourself. You said you just, you, you're going to take what other teams give you. And, I mean, Seattle just loves giving away SDs to everybody. So. Fair. Fair. I, I want to give some credit to TJ here, bro. I thought he took a good yeah. route. I like this that he played for one around, and then he bro. dipped out. You know, he dipped out of here, popped a daddy, and kind of just made a play on the pincheroo. We got pretty hyped after this round, too, because, like, in these situations Big where round. you get on 3v4, Byron's like, yo, I'm just going to insta-plant this, and then winning a 3v4, like, post-plant. We got pretty hyped after this round, I think the energy carried us through pretty hard. Like, yeah. you can even see it in the cams. We got pretty excited about winning that one. Yeah, I thought this was I, the biggest uh, swing round. I had it written down. Go ahead, Ben. I, uh, I really have a challenge to the community here, like, because I, looking at the numbers, is not apparently clear. I, I'm really curious, like, if someone can figure out, like, what is the fundamental issue with Seattle? They just cannot... Be a consistent good search team. The talent is there for them to be a good search team. They just can't figure it out. Uh, it's it's very very weird. It's now been across and now two titles, about a year and a half. Like this game has been a real problem for them, and I think it's like the big inhibitor on them being consistently a like top three team to being consistent results we saw last season. I just think they don't super like the mode, Ben. Well, they got they got to start getting in the mix. <laughs> they got to like, like that shit. Bro, like, they like, don't like it. They, they, talk not, they don't. They don't super like the mode. Like, Tom, like, Tom, you got to take bro, me full screen. Tom, were, you got to take were, me full screen. They were an amazing. You, they were an amazing Dude, respawn. You... They were an amazing response to no. last year, and I think you know 
like they had a potential to get into the grand finals of champs last year and search was the biggest limiter for them in the tournament and then again in major one like i think i think they <laughs> what a is that there, pat that is ben the team <laughs> look at it look at that arm though ben you can knock somebody out with that left hand you know what i'm saying look at that arm yes sir ben go ahead take the floor vegas legion clutch up the 3v4 again over here at the end bro i didn't even realize it was a 3v4 last round too clay yeah, and Donnie's laying down in the middle of the parking lot, in the middle <laughs> of the, in the middle of the, right in the middle of the open. Uh, was that just him, just like just doing random shit, or did he call out, "I'm gonna just do this random cheese"? Like, how did, what the uh, hell was I, he doing I, there? I mean, obviously it we're men down, and you got to do something, right? He's and on random, they're, make a yeah, play. They're, they're expecting, you know, a push Stewart or some Byron to jump top like he did eventually, and Don's just like, "Yo." I'm out. <laughs> and I was Saturday. like, uh, okay, like, I guess I'll just snipe over you. You know, just, like, reactionary on the timing that he got. And we happened to line him up. Like, Don was about to get a two-piece. I actually sniped the guy off Bomb as he was killing him, but he just, like, kept shooting and killed the guy behind. And then Bomb's down. Lamar has no deady, like, 10 over. seconds. Like, this is over, bro. It's done, man. Take a look at the scoreboard. Clay, 8-5 and five again, doing your thing in the last map. 8-6 and six from Don, so it's cool to see Don and Clay coming out hot, doing what they got to do. And then on the other side, uh, everybody negative except for AG. He was the only one positive, only one trying to pull the weight. Uh, this one all over. That's going to do it for today's matches. Who plays tomorrow, bro? Let's take a look and see who plays tomorrow. Play next week. We got the Florida Mutineers going up first against the new-looking Los Angeles Gorillas. So we're going to be able to see a new roster tomorrow. That should be fun to watch. They're good, by the way. Yeah, I've heard they're good, too. I've heard people yeah. good. Wait, who, saying they're who, who, good. Who, and Adam and Joe and Alec. They're... Wait, did you say Bro. Dixie? Huh? No, you said Joe Seeves. Joe Seeves. Exceed, maybe? You heard oh, me Exceed, say? yeah. I thought you said Hixie. I was like, who? No, I mean, dude, I think they figured out the game pretty early. I mean, those dudes were grinding beta tournaments and stuff together, like 6v6 beta Don Chow. Every bro. single night, 6v6 like, beta champs. Yeah, they were, they've been grinding, 5P. and I think those dudes are all hungry. And honestly, scrimming them, they play this game. Like, they learn these spawns. We took their spawn knowledge and applied it to our game on this new patch. So, those guys, I honestly think, are. Yeah, uh, I, I taught that guy assault a lot, so that doesn't surprise me. Like well, listen, that. if they're if they're good at respawn, we know this Florida team's hard point game is. Eh. So if the LAG boys are what you said, kind of ahead in the game, I think I got LAG win this one, coming out one and zero with their new squad. You got LAG, but Pat, who do you got? LAG. Uh, yeah, 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 I got LAG. Tony, who you got? Clay, Tony, you guys don't have to do predictions, but if you want to, nah, I'm not doing predictions. Yeah, I, I, think we, think I so. feel like we shouldn't. Huh? <laughs> no, it's fine. No I got the Los Angeles Gorillas honeymoon stage is gonna be twisted. Uh, I got them coming out winning that one 3-2. It's going down to the wire. And then we got Minnesota Rocker going up against London. Um, man, that's going to be uh, an interesting one. Who the hell was winning that? I Honestly, got oh, I got no one. <laughs> okay. Tony's got Rocker, but I, got no I actually one. I actually love... I don't, I don't know who... Ben, do you know who does the scheduling for these CDL matches, like in the order? Probably CDL comp ops and... Uh... Is it is it on purpose is what i'm saying it's not like randomized they preset the schedule it, it is order, not randomized no. I, the, they the choose, order yeah. of matches like the yeah, choose it. No, oh, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I choose specific that's 100 yeah. on purpose yeah. yeah but yeah but i was just gonna say like i absolutely love what they did here like we'll get a pretty good game game one and then game two is the perfect time to like take a bathroom break get some snacks like, you don't really care about all the shitters. And then we get into phase versus Seattle. So I think whoever set this yeah. up, they did a great job. What the hell? 
Yeah, bro, I got. Pat, I got. You be disrespecting, bro. They're not shit, bro. Bad. I got Asim coming shit, out. Bro. I got Asim coming out crazy. He's gonna There's have one in LeBron teams. games, dude. Pat, you act like it's gonna as have... easy to win as it was back when you played, bro. This shit is hard as yeah, he's fuck a, now, he's a, dude. He's a moron, dude. Seth said it. I, I gotta what? agree. Dude. I think every pro now would agree it is fucking insanely hard to play, win now, bro. Because you're playing the most RNG game of all time. Yeah, obviously, you can't just be better than people <laughs> like you could back in the day. But look, bottom line. I got Asim coming out revenge series out of him. Uh, probably gonna Is go for like 35, 10, and 10. Yeah, every single one. Every single one. Clay's on a revenge arc for three years. <laughs> gonna go like 35, 10, and 10. He's gonna get it done. Uh, the largest, it's the longest, longest revenge arc I've seen in my life. He's gonna put the. <laughs> Guys he's gonna put payback for years. He's gonna put the nail in the coffin uh, for the for the rocker in the major two. All right, you're putting <laughs> a nail in the coffin. All right, let's move yeah. on to the next one, bro. Jesus, man. <laughs> Who you got, Tom? Who you got? I, oh, I got um, I got London with that one, bro. I think London's gonna come out and get busy tomorrow, bro. Their matches, their the maps are kind of close today. I just feel like uh, yeah. Now we're gonna see more for them uh tomorrow. I'm gonna go with London three, two. Let's say three, two, one again. I don't know who's gonna win that one, bro. Cause I feel like Rocker's like day to day too. Like I don't know what kind of Rocker we're gonna get tomorrow, so. We'll see what happens there. And then we got Atlanta Phase going up against Seattle Surge. Uh, uh, I'm picking. What the fuck? Well, my bad, but I'm so sorry, bro. Go oh, ahead. Oh, God. Uh, I don't know who oh, the God. fuck is winning the series, respectfully. I'm sorry to drop an F-bomb, but, like, I okay. did my pick him. I, I guess I'll stick with my pick him choice that I made, like, today, like, earlier today, where I picked London 3-1 over Minnesota. But, like, I don't feel confident at all. Like, I, I don't I don't know what to think of this matchup. I think Minnesota should win this on paper, but... I can't trust him to win a series right now, so I'm hoping I'm wrong and I'm picking London. We'll say that. Alrighty, and then let's go over to. I mean, I got my two duos. I got Taz going up against Asum. You know, it's gonna be tough, man. It's gonna be tough to watch. And then we got Atlanta Phase going up against Seattle Surge. We got. Uh, I go. I'm going Phase with this one, bro. Surge came up a loss. I feel like Phase. They're gonna want to come out with a vengeance. I heard Phase has been looking nice too. Um, I don't know if you guys uh, want to add anything to that. I know you guys stuff LAG. I don't they know always guys... look nice, bro. Come on, I mean, that's, you know. what do you mean? <laughs> when do they look bad? They're bad. It's like third place. It's actually insane. But yeah, them going it's up against really the surge. Insane. It's always a good matchup when they play the surge, up, though. Pat. It's not. I mean, it just goes back to what Clay was saying. Like he, <laughs> he didn't think it was that easy to, to dominate. I mean, they're they're doing it consistently for years, so. Uh, clearly, it's uh, the level of competition is not as high as some people think. But yeah, I got Faze smoking them here. 3 0. I got 3 1 Faze. I think Faze is going to win that one 3 1. Uh, ben, who do you got? I got Faze 3 1, and, and I would like to pick Seattle in this series because they usually turn up in a response with Faze. But I'm just. I, Seattle SD right now is not a good combo. And this was the reason that in this matchup, Seattle fell short. Um, the first time they played, uh, I believe in Major One, the times they played at Champs, like, I will take the better SD team in these series where I think we have good two respawn teams and that will be phased. So, there you go. All right, and we got LA Thieves going up against New York, bro. I mean, after from what we saw out of New York at the event, I just, I got to go with New York, bro. I just don't, I don't see them losing right now. I feel like they're on point. I'm going to go with the New York Subliners. Three, two. Who do you got, Slay? Pat, go ahead. Uh, I actually got a statement game here out of the Thieves. Um, oh, shit. Statement game. Yeah, I think the Thieves are going to come out and say, uh, you know, what you've seen the first couple of months is not what we're about. 
were the world champions. Uh, I got them coming out hot 3-0. Ben, who do you got? Wow. Uh, I think we're going to see a really competitive uh, Thieves in this. Uh, I have New York winning 3-2, though, but it'll be a banger. And I do think we're going to see a way better Thieves this major cycle. Hell yeah, man. We got uh, more matches tomorrow. Another watch party, another episode, and uh, we'll get right back to it. But Tony, how do you feel to be on as, as a co-host today? You, you guys, feel good, man, or listen, what, man? man really you appreciate for, you, man. Thank, thank you. Thank you guys for having me. I'm sorry if I looked a little bit out of it. I, I got a blaring headache, but I, uh, oh, you great, I hope, you guys, you I hope great. you guys enjoyed. Thank you for uh, for having me, obviously. I mean, we... Uh, you know what on, bro. you know what I'm, you and the show have done for me, so I appreciate it. I'll and, be honest, uh, it took it took me a while before I realized that you, uh, that it wasn't Haggy in that bottom corner. No bullshit. <laughs> what the what fuck? Do you mean? What, what do you mean? Do you, I, do you I, mean? I thought we were running this show as normal until I did like a double a double glance. I was like, yeah, Oh right. shit, is that Zinny? Yeah, right. yeah, okay, you were arguing with him the whole yeah, show. All right. You know? the, yeah, once I realized. <laughs> and then we got Clay. Uh Clay, thank you for having on, bro. I appreciate yeah, you, man. Thank you, me, thank you for being Always a guest, bro. It's a pleasure bro. talking talking to you guys, man. And I uh, love having you on, bro. Wait, and look good at job us. Who would have thought we'd still be here, man? I know, right? Still, still, you know, fighting, duking it out, man. <clears throat> nah, I'd love to see you do well, Clay. I'd love to see you do well. Do your thing, bro. Always rooting for you. And, uh, hey, Ben, why don't you hit us with a putt real quick? We got two special guests today, so hit the fucking putt, huh? No problems. Yeah, I don't want any I heard problems you've been here. Off this year, Ben. If, 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 yeah, nah, he's been a little shaky, bro. I'm not going to lie. It's, I'm really, I'm really streaky with the putter right now. That's the issue. Yeah, nah. No, he's... But, but see, it's still like golf off season here in Ohio. So, you know, we're not grinding as hard as it was. Mm. Hold on, hold on. Let me make sure. You got to fix your camera, too. Like, I can't, we can't see the mat. Wait, you know wait, wait. Before, before he goes, I got to get it. I got to get the right, uh, the right bin on camera. Oh, no, dude. Oh, yeah, I got it. No. I got it. I got it. I got it. Perfect. All right, there all right. I got him up. Bro, what is that, time? bro? What is that? <laughs> all right, let's go. Yo, let's go. what is that? Yo, Clay, you a golfer? You golf at all or no? I mean, I've been at Top Golf a couple times. I can okay. swag that thing. All but, right. You know. That's what I'm talking about. What about you, Tony? You do a little golfing in the heyday or no? No, I mean, I, I'm like Clay, Top Golf. Dude, to me, I'm sorry, unpopular opinion. Going out at 6 a.m. To hit golf balls for 18 holes, three hours, uh, sounds fucking miserable, dude. Pot. Miserable. He sinks it. I'm sorry, Tony, but Ben Jameson comes out. <laughs> Fist pump. It sinks Let's the pot. Ben, work, ben, you're an animal. How does it feel? Listen, you know, uh, I started off the stream today missing like five straight putts. Damn. I'm not streaming this morning, but we've been putting lights out since then. So, you know, I'm glad <laughs> nice, I was able to get back to the community with that W there. Nice, bro. Ben, it's always good you to see you putt. Do you ever think about, like, 10,000 people live? Like, if you imagine that in a stadium, watching you putt, like, you'd probably be pretty nervous. But, you yeah, know, you in your fucking... house, you're comfortable. You get up there, shimmy up. Facts. You know, I've been but, practicing like... my putts. I've been practicing them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's good on Ben? Jay? How are you, Ben? Listen, uh... listen, Eli, I will smoke you in mini golf any amount of no! money. You know, I've, been, I've, been, I've been hitting the range every day. I've been practicing my putts. Uh, you know, I, I've, I've been on the grind. You know, I mean, when I'm not making content, I'm not on the YouTube grind. I, I, I golf. Dude, dude, you sound like my Hasbro impersonation like mixed that. with Kermit, dude. Yeah, I don't know why you sound like <laughs> yeah, that, bro. I, I don't sound like that, but okay. <laughs> hey, bro, uh, Eli, welcome to the show, bro. Eli, you you got to uh, start joining the flanks, bro. You got to start joining us, man. Yeah, um, you know, yeah. um, I, I can hit up, I can hit up Sandy for you. He might be down. I mean, he's down to come on for the Toronto matches. Um, yeah. 
<laughs> okay, thank you, uh, Ben J, for uh, for your time, and I appreciate Absolutely. you. Absolutely, have a good night, guys. Yeah, you too, bro. I thank you, <laughs> bro. What, bro? What is wrong more, with that guy? What is wrong with him? Absolutely, That's Ben J regime, bro. It's Ben J regime. You know, but listen, let's end it there, man. Uh, thank you to Clay and Zinni again, bro. And, and thank you to sure. all you guys, man. Thank you to all you guys. Thank you for everybody who's been tuning in. You guys have been absolutely incredible. Uh, make sure to like, comment, subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. Anchor.fm slash The Flank to check out all the audio sites that we're on. And go follow at The Flank on Twitter. Gersh doing a phenomenal job running social. So make sure to go show Gersh some love. As always, take it easy. We'll be back tomorrow. Take care. Brush your hair. And tomorrow, we'll see you in another episode of The Flank, man. Good night.